Cavalcade of quaintness here in uh, Quincy's uh, kitchen of cuisine and kayfabe. And creative. And creative. <laughs> oh, the creative kitchen. There you go. The kayfabe. The cave, Quincy's kayfabe kitchen. There you go. And if no, you guys, I, I don't want to be tripped the uh, KKK. No, 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 so no, no, we're not no that's that. why I've been adding like five to six of them. Some Unless of them we can, are, we can be. Of, most of them are, Q, are Qs. Instead you know? of Triple H, I'll be Triple K. Uh, triple Q. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can just anyway, change, change it all the keys. If you guys don't know by now, it's the Quincy Jones Show. We are Absolutely. back this week. Your favorite tag team. And uh, yeah, you guys know who I am. Doc Lesnar, hip hop hybrid, only one in existence in the world of pro wrestling and hip hop. And uh, I myself am, uh, I guess, the namesake of this good show here. Quincy oh. Jones Go brought the Go back this week. I, hey. I, I know you're a fan of it. Shout out to Mark McFly, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Boulders as well, man. Yes, shout sir. out to everyone. Um, obviously, there's a. Some fires out there, so I'm hoping everybody's being safe with everything else on top of uh, 2020 just being a massive dick. Yeah. But uh, And shouts to podcast Legend Killers, too, I will say. Definitely, man. Definitely. We had a, had a good time over there uh, a couple weeks ago, man. Yeah. Four-hour extravaganza. That was crazy. I didn't think it was yeah. actually that long. And, I, and, I, I didn't know what y'all could talk about that long, but damn. Well, it's funny. He gave me the uh, the bullet points, and we just were just talking wrestling, man. Um, I, I think the most time we spent... Was the our we did a, a top ten of the decade mm-hmm. type of thing? Well, that's tough. Um, I mean, I'll run through my list for you real quick. It's, it's not that's not that bad. Uh, we had to rank them too, bro. No, I, I'm gonna listen to the show. Maybe give you guys a little courtesy listen, a little charity. I mean, you'd have to watch <laughs> it on YouTube. Follow Podcast Legend Killers on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. Two hundred and ten subscribers. I know because I'm the two hundred and tenth one. But. <laughs> Uh, let's get into some news, man. Yeah. Um, I only have a little small batch here because, uh, of course, we got to get into the uh, the heaviness of the Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And we're, uh, we're obviously, lots of talking points. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're definitely. only going to talk about the Cell matches itself and only one key takeaway that definitely um, affects whether it's the WWE title, mm-hmm. Universal title. Don't know what's going on. But before we get there, um, I thought it was uh, worth noting that uh, WWE, you know, obviously there's been some reports over the past months about the residency over at the uh, for the Thunderdome and, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. Uh, Amway so, and all that. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, Russell Votes actually, uh, they, they uh, reported that a newer arena is preferred. Oh, I'm sorry. Before that, it says uh, sources state that WWE is set to leave the Amway Center mm-hmm. uh, by the 1st of December. Um, arenas uh, in North Carolina, mm-hmm. Texas, and Illinois, which I'm like, y'all ain't going to Illinois with, with Tony owning like Chicago. Nah. Uh, were discussed over, well, I guess they could go to the the spot where, uh, with the Roseman, or I forgot what it's I called. I couldn't tell you, yeah. The, the one where we're Stone Cold and, and The Rock face in Chicago. That would, gotcha. That's, that's kind of their building, so who, mm-hmm. the Rosemont, that's what it's called. Um, but uh, they, they said uh, yeah, arenas in North Carolina, Texas, and Illinois were all discussed over the weekend. WWE, need, WWE needs to find a spot where no team is currently playing. It's able to house the weight and power requirements of the setup, uh, the setup being for the Thunderdome. Um, and they, they went on to say, Russell votes again, a newer arena is preferred as the weight of the Thunderdome won't work with older buildings 
Also, a major travel hub is needed as tra- uh, as talent will be traveling, uh, you know, flying in and out each week. Yeah. Definitely not the easiest combination of things to find, but uh, I don't know. I mean, is that following uh, them being under investigation? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Let's mean, get out of Dodge, but oh shit, we can't cut this extended contract we just signed. We, we can't so, exactly just uproot the performance. Yeah, anymore, but we can go somewhere. Yeah. Else. And even if they did, wouldn't that look suspect? Maybe that's why they wait until December. But it's weird to announce yeah. the chess move before it's your turn to move your piece. But well, I don't know. Well, you know, again, it, it, it has been publicly noted that they only had the residency for like so long. So it, I mean, like I said, I heard it was the end of this month they were supposed to leave. So it's. Uh, Definitely interesting to see where they go from here because obviously it's going to affect the way they do shows if they're going to be able to put on shows if they can find a place. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, you know, they pretty much had their hand in uh, Florida's pocket for a while. I mean, so the way I look at it, man, they booked themselves into a corner. Per use, WWE per use. It's a goddamn shoot. Yep. Um, but uh, that, yeah, that's what I got for that. Uh, moving on to AEW news, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is. Really unfortunate, as it's going to um, affect uh, the programming for AEW Dynamite uh, yeah. for this Wednesday. Uh, it was reported two days ago that AEW Women's Division star Abaddon suffered a serious injury during her matchup against Tay Conti at the Thursday Dynamite tapings at uh, Daly's Place. Uh, it was unknown what the injury was or how serious the damage is. Uh, according to the Wrestling Observer, grain of salt, Abaddon uh, took a stiff elbow strike to the throat and was unable to breathe during Mm -hmm. the bout, which the match immediately being stopped uh, so she could obviously receive proper medical care from the hospital. Or, I'm sorry, local medical facilities. Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't do that in AEW. (laughs) The report also noted that there's a good chance the match does not air due to the injury, and since there was no clear winner, uh, Abaddon is uh, reportedly doing better and is expecting to make a full recovery. Yeah, I actually heard about this uh, through WrestleTalk, I think, last week, uh, maybe Friday. Um, right in that same batch, we, you know, you heard about Ray Phoenix getting hurt, and he got replaced. He uh, succeeded his uh, advancement in that Eliminator tournament to his brother slash opponent from that night, which was uh, Pentagon Junior or Penta L Zero M. So I know that's happening. And uh, there was someone else that I think. Oh, Alex Reynolds. Uh, he got knocked out in his match. Oh, damn. Yeah, I tried to send you the footage. Um, Is this like a dark match? No, it was in, in, that, the in, that, in that that main event. Do you remember the, there's a point where the blade is reaching to tag himself in and he's yeah. like halfway yeah. into the ring? Yeah, the like, that's, yeah, yeah, that's because Reynolds is knocked out. It looked that way, yeah. low key, but then again, it looked like he was just kind of like you know, being the blood. <laughs> yes, you know exactly. I mean? Just dragging yeah. guys and just moving them as he pleases. Yeah, no, trust me. When I when I read about it, I said, oh, damn. Okay, he played that very well because I didn't see that coming at all. So, But, uh, yeah, it is unfortunate because I like Abaddon the Monster. I mean, Jericho's had some stellar things to say about uh, her as well. I think it's the first we've seen someone go this far into this type of uh, gimmick on the female side of uh, wrestling. And I, 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 just, I would, I'd bring up Sue Young, probably the only other person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, tr- yeah, I think to an extent. But it's Sue also strikes me as someone that had to she was somebody and then it got to that point i know she just returned back to sue young but i'm not too sure the origin on sue young prior to impact wrestling yeah you know they, I mean? they had her doing like this whole like almost like a an undead bride type of thing that that, that they had her doing for a while mm-hmm. and then that's right yeah it, yeah and then, i mean the only other person i'm thinking of i can't think of her name right now but she was the one that went against uh sexy star 
and like she heard oh yeah yeah rosemary rosemary yeah, yeah. she's the only other person i could think of that's actually went there yeah. yeah yeah definitely i just think abaddon seems like she's i don't know she goes a little further even with like the eyes and i don't know i, I love her yeah everything yeah her aesthetic is really well and i think she's a good fit in a different I mean, even her size is different for what they got in uh the division for AEW. but i think that's what i'm worried about is the division suffering more so uh from abaddon but they did say she'd be Hopefully, if what Observer said is true, she'll be ready to go soon. Right? And I think that this would have only been her second match on Dynamite because I know she's been on Dark. We saw yeah. her when she debuted for Dynamite. Yeah, she that's that was the night she beat uh, Sheeta. Yeah, mm-hmm. so which is crazy. I'm telling you, I don't know if she was champion yet though. Mm. I think she was about to challenge Nyla, but you know. And uh, the only other thing I had, and this is not on the WWE or AEW side, this is actually independent. Um, talking Shop of Mania Two coming. I was surprised by this. I did watch the first one. Um, you know, I will honestly say I did not pay to watch it, and I'm, I'm glad I didn't. It was entertaining, but it wouldn't have been worth the money for me personally. No, I think that's what I'm worried about. Is like, are you guys kind of like, no, they good. These fools got money. I know, you know, and, and, but and they're I, just. I think they're just bored with the money. That's what it to... seems like. I hope the boredom doesn't overshadow what they bring to Impact because I just like I'm not a fan of like. You know, uh, I want to say Chad, but um, Carl's like wearing the camo shorts. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, that's that's a. Uh, you're not the only person that's uh, that's on the fence just, about that one. It yeah. just makes you look like a. Or who's the dude uh, from uh, Game Changer? Gage. He, oh, he yeah. wears Nick that, Gage, That's yeah. like his total look. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, I just feel like sometimes when you wear regular clothes, you just look like a regular guy. But uh, right. I did think it was worth noting that we got slick. <laughs> this poster is crazy. Oh, slick! So we got slick. We got Virgil. Wow. We got Soul Train, you mean? Soul Train Jones. We got Kurt Hawkins, Chavo Guerrero. This is Barbarian I'm looking at right now. Hornswoggle wow. or Swoggle. Uh, Enzo again. Uh, we have, uh, I forgot his name, Alex uh, Kozlov again. Wow. Yeah, he came back last time, and he, I guess he, he was done wrestling. We have the Rock and Roll Express again, who they their spot was they were just drinking, watching them <laughs> and talking shit. <laughs> like, this ain't, and, and I think they put someone through a table, actually, now I think about it. Of course they did. Uh, Taya Valkyrie, Big Papa Pump, Tommy Dreamer, Warlord. Wow. Yes. ACH, uh, Just Incredible. I see Scott Demore in here again. Eric Watts, that's a new name. Uh, Raven, Teddy Longback, Gangrel's coming. Ethan Page, who I just saw, actually, uh, I'm guessing he already re-signed with Impact because him and uh, uh, Alexander. No, no, no. His uh, his his um, contract a... isn't up till December. Oh, I kept thinking that you were saying that. Oh, oh so he's probably just in talks. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I saw that they won. They just regained the tax straps. And then Did we got uh, yeah. Heath Slater. And, I mean, obviously the usual, you know, Rocky. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sex <laughs> Ferguson, Chad Too Bad. So I just thought it was funny. I mean, when I saw that they had both Virgil and Slick, I'm like, oh, shit. They're, they're really trying to, they're trying to I, I guarantee. The I guarantee those two are in the same scene. I mean, I know Enzo when he all he did was come out and cut a promo talking shit about the event and just left. That's, that's literally that's yeah. all he did. It's like okay, but uh, yeah, that's all I got for news. Really, I mean, wow. you know, I'm not going to bring up Jake Hager calling out Stephanie McMahon because everybody knows about that. I um, I have not heard about that, but we'll talk about that off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, that sounds crazy. It, uh, I mean, just, you could just listen to the flow show because okay. Brian, you know, Brian being a uh, all American American, yeah, uh, he he definitely was, uh, you know. Dropping his two cents on oh, Hager. Yeah, he, he's a very big proponent of Hager for sure. But but not of his tweets and what he retweets. I'll just say that. So oh, let's okay. not get it twisted because it, of it's, it. it's his exclu- political views a little bit skewed. It's yeah. exclusive to his work in the ring. Yes. Got you. All yeah. right. 
Um, but yeah, that's I digress, man. That's all I got again on the the news scoop side. Yeah, I was gonna um, say, speaking of working in the ring, you can get back to that. Uh, get right to that Hell in a Cell review, my friend. It's crazy because I wouldn't again. I wouldn't have opened the show with the I Quit match. Yeah. You're right. Um, we did get Roman versus Jay, Blue Universal title. But I would have said that even if that wasn't first, we probably would have reviewed that one first anyway. I think so too. Um, let's get into it, man. Because yeah. I mean, there was a lot of again. This is what's crazy. The people were split on this match because they're like, "Oh, this match was was sucked." As I saw, I'm like, "So you don't watch wrestling for storytelling?" Obviously, I think because those... that was some that was some villain ass shit, bro. Like, yeah, to to like. Be vulnerable like that spot, and I don't want to go like too far. I mean, fuck, we'll just start from the beginning, man. We did a, we had the Tribal Chief walking in, blue, blue Universal. Yeah, you know what I mean, champion. Mm-hmm. Jay Uso, you know, obviously the 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 definitive light versus dark. You know, you got you know, and I don't think it was done purposely, but you had Jay Uso in the white. Yep. Um, and with with the new lay around yep. his, and, and and you know, a lot of people were saying that he destroyed that lay to make sure that Roman wasn't going to take it from him. You know what I mean? Um, I had to, you know what I was I was small, in between. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was that or, or if it if fell got, off. <laughs> no, I thought he was trying to throw it to the crowd and then realize last minute it's a cell and there's no crowd. Oh, like oh, yeah. you know, because the way he was even like, hey, 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 yeah, right. you know, doing all yeah. that stuff. So, but uh, no, I, I yeah, the match to me, I, I really liked it. Like you said, it had the pomp and circumstance. I mean, Uso looked strong early on. He had back-to-back suicide dives. You know, yeah. we, we did see, yeah. you know, he had even that wrecking ball drop kick. Um, but that, can, you know, he got speared early, too. Dude, he was getting, that second spear was. Yeah, it was gnarly. You know, but. He, he like, you saw him soar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and you know what? That was what's crazy, too, because he, and, you know, to his, he's bringing it to him. You know, like we said, super kicks. He's ramming him into the cell wall and, like. Roman. You gonna get this work, yeah, 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 bro? You, he he, yeah. he cursing like a mud oh, too. Yeah. He, he said, "You know, I'm gonna beat the dog shit out you." Yeah, I was like, I lo- loved it, which was awesome because obviously, with yeah, his his uh the, the whole thing with him and King Corbin and the Usos got involved at one point. Very true. Yeah. And, and, but that also was a good line to say when he brought out the 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 what is it the uh, leather strap? Yeah, you know, and, and yeah. it, it just um I thought that whole thing when the strap got introduced was like really like. We gonna Personal. take this back to childhood days. You, you heard you know Roman say like, "Oh, you remember this? We used to do we used to, like almost like yo, we used to get whoopings all day." So yeah, yeah let's let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when he hit Roman, Roman sold it really well. But yeah. when he hit yeah. Jay, man, yeah, because Roman even had that. Uh, was it a? Uh, he hit another spear. Wow. When yeah. He, when he got hit, but you're right, Jimmy. <laughs> He had that one where he got hit and he stood right up. Yeah. But then still leaned against the rope, but then hit another super kick. And then, you know, it was just like really well paced, well timed. It didn't feel like it was like, oh, this is just finisher city. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, there was a Superman punch or he went for the Superman punch and he even whipped him. uh, I won't say he whipped him, but he yanked the strap where he would land very awkwardly. That was so smart. Like, you never, wouldn't have you seen that? I mean, and then, you know, back to the the spear spot, he got Mm -hmm. hit. And then bounces off the rope and goes right into. I mean, I think there was even a point where he tried to pull the rope, you yeah, know, or the strap where he would like control the momentum. Yeah, you know and, what I mean, into and, like a short arm type of situation, yeah, and yeah. he ate a forearm for that. Like Jimmy, yeah. sh- or not Jimmy, Jay 
showed a lot of great fight in this. A lot of great um, logic. Like, like definitely. if you're really in the fight, you're going to be smart about certain things, and they really showcased that. Yeah, and he, you know, he hit two Uso splashes. Yeah, you know he what I'm did. Saying? And uh, but <laughs> big then, ones too. Yeah, but but uh, Roman was able. He he hit that drive by drop kick, and then he hit another one where he uh, sandwiched his cousin with that staircase. That was a really good spot. You see the ref get involved. He's concerned. Yeah, that was and, and, that was and even the, before yeah. then. You hear after the third spear, he says, "You better quit now." You better quit now because I'm about to take this to a whole nother level. You're not gonna. And he's like, yeah. you're not. You gonna wish you quit ten minutes ago and yeah. it's just stuff like that. You know. I was so, gonna say the talking was just the taunting, the the yeah. down talking and all that. To Heyman too. Heyman got yeah, a lot he of was, that. Too. He was telling him to shut up. Like yeah. like you know I'm you know don't you don't dick basically like this is a family thing. You don't get to dictate what's going on right yeah, now. Like yeah. this is this is this is tribal chief business. Yeah, there's a reason why you're on the other side of that cell. hundred percent. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. And, but uh, this you know he does lock in that guillotine. His brother comes down, and you know this is when our our feelers get start picking up more. Definitely, <laughs> you know what I mean. With us being twin brothers, uh, a lot like the last match, Jimmy does come in. He does try to shield his brother. He's trying to talk sense into Roman, like, "Yo, what you doing?" You know, because he looked it, like he was about to hit him with that that whole fiend. Yeah, uh, with with the chair. Yeah, the stairs dropping down on the yeah. So yeah, it was definitely. Like, and, and and even let's take it back before then. Even when he came in with the, because you know, yeah, the officials come out. You know, trying to trying to get yeah, Roman Adam out of there. Pierce, Pat Buck, all these. I yeah. mean, because you had the ref that was trying. I mean, you know, you had Jay unresponsive. The ref is like, no, bro, I got to call this. Yeah, and he, he tosses the ref out the ring. Yeah, for even having the audacity. Which to do I that. hope that they're gonna be like, yo, you put your hand on an official. But I'm, I'm I'm thinking, but he's also proven to be a, someone that does what he wants to do and moves how he wants to move 100%. as he continues his reign. But yeah, I mean, we had that, and I mean, even down to um when he when he was above Jimmy. And he was leaning on those steps before raising them and teasing that like he was going to bash his brains in. Yeah. You know, before, which would bring, or not Jimmy, Jay, which would bring his brother Jimmy in. He's saying stuff like, this ain't like when we were kids. Like, you know, when we were kids, you try to test me and you still tested me, but that aggression. Like, 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 and I've like always how, been better than you. Yeah, You've always I, been trying to be better than me, but I've, like, yeah. Yeah. And like, how dare you even now think that you could be on my level? Like, it was crazy. Absolutely. You know? No, uh, it was, I mean, it would, dude, it was like watching a movie. It really was. You know what I mean? It know? was, and 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 you know, and, and to go to it now, you bring up you know, the the Jimmy thing. Yeah. You know, Jimmy comes in there, he humanizes the whole thing, the whole situation. You know, Yo, we talked about it earlier. What yeah. you doing? Mm-hmm. You know who this is? This is Josh and John. Yeah, not, not Jimmy and Jay. No, this is Joshua and Jonathan Fatu from Total Deep Nose Plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But but Rikishi Sons. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And you see, like this, like. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not, you know, everyone knows how we felt about the Roman Reigns train, you know, yeah. when it first started. We've been up and down this road. Yep. But I got to give my man his flowers. Yeah. Like, that, that crying performance was key. Yeah. The timing. Yeah. Sitting the, the down. Something. I don't even know who I am anymore, Breaking man. down like, low key. Like, yeah. like, you see a little bit of piece of the old Roman in there, right? It, yeah, it, but, yeah. He was battling but, his moral self. See, that's what's crazy. I, I, I'm, I'm back and forth on that. Because now I'm like, or did he... No, oh, make no. himself look vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Know the type of uh, emotion that like was he, needed. Like, like I, 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 for that situation. Like, I know it's looking too far into it. You know what I mean? Because these aren't real people in real situations. But I'm thinking, or was he breaking down, knowing what he had to? He knew what he had to do next. Yeah, it, yeah. You know it's one, I mean? Yeah, it, it's one of three things. It's it's that it's battling with his moral self, or is it he was battling and he lost the battle? 
You know what I mean? And, Very true. And, and the new Roman took over. You know what I mean? But either yeah. way, you see him. He's like, whatever you going through, you, we've always had your back. We're going to be here. Extends his hand, and they embrace hands, and they, they, they're they like, you know, like forehead to forehead, and he just yanks him into a guillotine, you know? And even all the work, get, you know, yeah, he had a, a leg injury, or not leg injury, leg surgery, but – um. Jimmy really played his part here. He's he's you know wildly grabbing for his brother, patting him, trying to wake him up because he's already halfway past like gone because he you know barely survived the uh, guillotine himself. That and he, well, and that had, or the drive by too, yeah, and the drive by yeah, as yeah. well, yeah, you know. And so he, you know, it was just one of those things where it, it was just so you felt it again. Being if you got a sibling, you felt it. You're sitting there. You came down there to help your brother, and then now you're a victim, and you are not. Even though your brother's spent. From the fight he's been in, you're not 100% yourself. Yeah, but you're not, you're not in you fighting want, position. Yeah. Right, but that's how much you're willing to protect and sacrifice it yourself was, to protect your, your brother. And so he gets the guillotine in, and, and, and it basically forces Jay, who does not have enough willpower or strength to, to break even, yeah, yeah, to to, even to, break, to, Jay, to break the uh, Roman off of, off his brother. Yeah, yeah. He just, he's forced to quit, like, and he says the words. Like, the thing that got me was, like, this was, this was definitely next-level performance for... I don't know who wrote this finish, but it, it was yeah. incredible because you got to think he's doing everything he can to make Jay quit. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, I was like, I don't see Jay saying those words, man. Like, I don't know how this is going to go down. Yeah. And, you know, even when, you know, when we thought it was going to be like a, a ref wave off, you know, they, they you know, they're just going to, it's done. You know, we can't. Yeah, cause we, I thought that was going to be it, which would have yeah. protected both guys, right? Yeah, but a no contest. Yeah, yeah, would have, would have been that would have been a couple steps back. I mean, I'm it, 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 it would have promoted a, a reason to have a third match, which I don't. I mean, this second match wasn't even supposed to be happening. It was supposed to be a one-off, and they just realized how much uh, yeah. the needle was moving, you know. But yeah. I, what I'm saying is the fact that you, in the frame of mind of being this villain and pushing your opponent, your cousin says all this, and then you see your other, your his brother come in, and you're thinking, okay, I know how to beat this guy. Yeah, I'm gonna make him quit by making him watch me. Torture someone he loves. Yeah, it it was, and their life is in my hand. You know, not yeah. really, but it's like we've seen that in movies before. Yeah, no, you know, like you, it's you, like taking a hostage. I was gonna say people take like just go, just just take the shot, and it's like no, I can't. Like ah, yeah, I gotta give up the gun. Like it 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 like we've seen it so many times before. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a it's a crazy standoff type atmosphere, yeah. and that's kind of you're right. But it, but it this was the that. it was the right call because you don't you don't make Jay look look soft. Yeah, or or weak by saying those words. He had to do what he had to do for the sake of his brother, his yeah, blood, it was his family. Against, it was against his will. Yeah, you, you know, said it earlier. You did not see him saying those words, so he had to say it against his will because to to do exactly what his brother was there to do for him. Like, like he, he, he won't say it to give Roman the yeah. win, but he'll do it to save somebody he loves. You exactly, know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, kind of what Jimmy did for him. Remember, he's like, you you the chief, Ooze. Yeah, yeah, but, that, chief, but he didn't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, it, he it wanted was... the gen- And, you know, and it goes back to some of the stuff, nuances we did see Roman do. Like, in the match, after he choked him out with the guillotine, he was like, nah, wake up. Wake up and quit. It bro, was just like, bro, bro he that said, is so illogical. He, he said at one point, you wait all this time. You got me wasting doing this. Your ass better be standing up. Yeah, dude. And, and even at the point where it's like, really, how am I supposed to explain this to my kids? Yeah, I'm a. I look like a bad guy now because you just won't do what's right. But to yeah. him, and what he thinks is right is you acknowledging him as the head of the table. Yeah, it Speaking was. Speaking of that, layers. we do get more layers on the head of the table because yeah, after the do. match, you do see him standing tall. He's standing over his cousins that are like kind of I won't say broken, but they're just definitely hurt. And, oh, you know, emotionally, disenfranchised, heartbroken. You know, for sure, like all this, that. Gra- you know, and, and they and, sold it exactly. And he's 
he does say, I love y'all, you know, before walking up the ramp and the Wild Simones are there waiting for him right at the top, man. Sika and Offa, man, and with an embrace, they, they they bestow what appears to be the tribal chief lay. I, w- I would assume. Yeah, they said they the said symbolism. the red the red stands for power and respect. They, but 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 notice that he has the same ones as those two. Exactly. So yeah. now he's on their level. They just crowned him. Exactly. You know I mean? And and you know and I thought that was powerful. That visual of him standing in the middle of them, that confirmation. That yeah. yeah. It, it was kind, and you could just see the. The struggled confusion and anguish and the, and the cocktail of all of what just went down all in the, the emotions, eyes of the yeah. Usos. 100%, you know what I mean? Like, man. is this real? Are we really not part of this family? Like, did we just witness him? Like, they are co-signing him. Like, they don't. They think this is right. Like, it's just so many things. And the only thing I can really add to this is um, because this was my, I, I think, one of my favorite hell hell in the cell matches in a while. But it's the timing of things. You know, I had sent something to the uh, the, the flow chat. That um in real life, Rikishi's father passed. Yeah. And there have been a lot of, you know, photos I've seen in the yeah. last week with the, the funeral services of that. And one of the photos I had sent, I think a day or two prior, was that uh, uh, he posted all the grandsons apparently in the dynasty. Yeah. They are the pallbearers. Yeah. They hold up the the the, the casket or the coffin, whichever one you use in that ceremony yeah. as he, you know, you go to lay and rest. And I don't know if you saw what's his name was part of that. Yeah, um, I did. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh Probably one of the coolest Samoans that's not signed to a major right now. These MLW, Jacob Fatu. Yeah, I was gonna say Jacob. Yeah, yeah Jacob. I, th- I figured that's who you were talking about. Yeah. And uh, but like, I just thought like the way he wrote, like, yeah, like there are no pallbearers. They, you know, the tribal chief gets carried to rest his by last his by, by his grandchildren, yeah. and it's just like that. On top of what we saw, like you got the real life and you got the wrestling. It, there's a I, lot I was, of layers going on. I was on. thinking that because you saw both oh, Jey Uso and Roman kind of do a little prayer when yeah. they was in there. You know, of course you got Corey saying, oh, he's, he's asking for forgiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, play on that for sure. Yeah, but yeah. but I think we all knew what that was about. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what, I, to be honest, I thought that's what the white lay was about that yeah. Jay came out in. I thought Same. it was him paying respect. Um, but yeah, this was, I mean, it ended, like I said, we, we said this should have been the image that Hell in a Cell should have gone off the air with, but you know, not to take away from any, you know, the other two cell yeah. matches we had. Yeah. Um, we did, you know, the second one we had was Sasha Banks taking mm-hmm. on the SmackDown champion Bailey and dude, they tore it up. I love, cause I'm, I'm not going to lie. When she came out with the chair, I was like, ah, oh, great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. When she drop kicked the chair out of the ring or whatever it was she did, and, yeah. and then you see the cell, I'm like, oh, this is this is already good. Yeah, there this was, is already good. But then, but then I was like, but it's not like there's not chairs underneath the ring, so whatever. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you very, know? very true. <laughs> like but, all hope was lost. But, on what that I, one. <laughs> but what I liked was how it said one and zero. To me, that means one and zero from Brooklyn. Mm. Bailey's up one. Is that what? Okay, that's that's how I, I took it. I thought that's what it was, but then I was thinking, I'm like, is that supposed to be like an arrow or something? I couldn't. I, it looked like that, but I was like trying to figure out if that's what it was or not. Yeah, I, I mean, I might be wrong. That's how I. No, it makes sense. Translated it. So I mean, I, I thought it was good mind games. Yeah, they did what well, it was. Yeah, they did. They had the yeah, and, and and a lot like the last cell match, you had Banks coming out all white, you had Bailey coming out all black. Yeah, you know what I mean. But there were some cool spots in here, man. Like. This got real personal real quick. Um, Sasha had a really good performance, in my opinion, just yeah, she overall. Did. She really we did. talked earlier off mic about how I think she had a lot to get back from kind of the the, the last quarter turmoil I, of that table spot last time she was in the cell with that Charlotte. Was the first, that was the first woman telling the cell I, match, I believe right? so, so, yeah. yeah she, she definitely wanted – I mean, at least in my opinion, I would think that, yeah, she thinks she needed to get a little bit of uh, – 
yeah. the rep back on that one. But it wasn't her fault. You know yeah, what I mean? Not but, a, she took Bailey to Meteora City, though. Yeah, dude. That <laughs> that step up, you know, yeah, she, she set table. up the table. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the one that she did where she, like, she had, like, her arm and then she, like, jumped on the apron and, like, kind of jumped yeah. into it. Yeah. That looked a little dangerous. But, uh... I mean, that definitely wasn't the most dangerous-looking spot of the night. No, I mean, um, it was a great spot, but given Sasha's experiences with botches, and I yeah. mean, we all well, know just, the suicide yeah. dive that happened when she almost came down on her neck, so you worry about that stuff, you know? But, yeah, to your reckless, but cool-looking, definitely. Yeah, I mean... It, and then I, she hit the diving one off the top rope. Yeah, I was going to say, so. dude, yeah, she was, like, freaking just taking off on her with these Mioras. Yeah. Um, I did love, obviously, the character work from Bailey. Yep. Um... I mean, she she there was several times she was trying to hit that. It's weird. She has like a she does like the stroke, but it's not like yeah, it's like a, from would, the knee. Yeah, it's like to me, it's like a um, I always say basement style, but it's like basement style headlock driver. Yeah, in my okay. opinion. I mean, she she locks she kind of wraps the arm around her leg to hook you in, which I, I'm a fan of how she does that. But yeah, um, but only, I know she was doing that like the running. Is it like a kick or a knee that she kind of does too? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was that one. I don't know what she was trying to do, but she taped like those kendo sticks together. Oh yeah, that did not come together. It did, yeah. And and I think that I mean when you look at the the language of her talking to the ref and the ref running over to where Sasha was and probably saying, Okay, we're not doing that. Because what was <laughs> what was awkward is when, you know, you see Corey that's like bigging her up and then when she gets away from the camera and they see the big reveal of what she did and it's like crappy. Yeah. And then she almost she steps over and almost trips over it. It's this long, awkward silence. Yeah, no, so it really like, is. Oh. But I, I thought if you realize, though, that was to set up something. Because oh, she, she was yeah. on the other side, and then when she finally came in, she bled, she blind-fed into something mm-hmm. that Sasha did. It might have been that spinning sort of 619 style. She was oh, yeah, she get. was trying to do the the the, uh, the Hurricane Runner, yeah, correct? something yeah. of that nature. That was, a good, that was a good sequence, actually, what they were doing right there. But, yeah, when yeah. that... that, that uh, Hurricane Rana came. It was a little bit sluggish, but no, I mean, you know, I'm not work, taking though, nothing away. Yeah, you know no, I mean? no. Yeah. But the character work, like you said, Bailey was being Bailey. I mean, we talked about how, like, you know, Michael Cole was within, you know, audible uh, a distance where he's he's saying like on commentary, he looks like the champs enjoying this, and she's like, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she or or uh, right before when she when she found the tape to try to tape those sycamore canes or the kendo sticks. She's trying to get it. She's trying to bite it. And she even looks at the ref, hey, you want to help me with this? And he's like, no, I can't help you with that. You know, and I just thought, like, that that was funny to me. Yeah, but, know, just... but buy yourself some time, though. It was so, yeah, yeah. so off the cuff. Um, I did, I enjoyed the the huge uh, elbow drop from the top. Yeah, that Close was good. Fall. What was it that we got? Uh, what did Sasha hit? On the ladder? No, it was she. She set up the kendo sticks, so it was like it. She did she go? No, you know what it was? I think she went through with a drop toe hold, right? I think she she went face first through because she she had the kendo stick like pegged in between the the cell and, and like the a apron, hole. Right? Oh yeah, no, the, with the, the stairs or something. No, yeah. it was like where the where the ring underneath the the metal bar of the ring, oh, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I was trying to. F- yeah, because she. She Maybe did, it was I, I believe she ran at Bailey and Bailey dropped toe holder and she probably, went face first and face first but, but like, there was throat like, first which, yeah. which which would be good because her neck and the the plumbing chair yeah, thing. I so. was just gonna say that's when the turning point came. I think for Bailey for sure. Yeah, but and there was also she did it. She did oh a flapjack to her on the ladder when, they, yeah. when she brought the ladder out. That looked great. Yeah, 
um, because she was folded up. Yeah, to Sasha, right? That yeah. Was, yeah, that was pretty. Because yeah. she did try to go for, like, I guess the uh, elbow. Masato Tanaka. <laughs> kind of, right? Yeah. And she tried to elbow, do, drop the elbow, I guess. Yeah, well, she, yeah, yeah. She yeah, had, yeah she with had, the, oh, you're right. The Masato, yeah, with the uh, With the chair with underneath the, chair, the arm. Yeah, yeah and then. She, but uh, she missed. But oh, I, I forgot she had that frog splash spot where she pulled the the chair on top of her out of nowhere. Yeah, that was that was nuts. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was very nuts because I didn't know who got the worst of that for sure. But um, that I, I'm not. I don't know if I'm jumping into the finish, but that finish. No, you good? Where she, you know she had the uh, the bank statement locked in, and she's got the chair wrapped around her neck, and she's just kicking the legs of the chair so they would re- repeatedly close and sandwich and smash on the back of her neck that was just mwah, masterpiece type of finisher uh, or type of just wrestling finish like i was like that's emotion she's tapping out like crazy like I, that was the way to end that match i don't know what happens now i'm happy for banks i think to me i'm just hoping that the visual of the blueprint with blue hair and a blue title isn't old because that's what we thought was going to happen maybe a year ago when she returned and and it just seemed like oh you're calling yourself the blueprint but oh, but it you was got blue hair because you're on SmackDown it's like but, but see when she returned she returned on Raw and she was beefing with Becky remember and oh that's right and she was getting ate up on those promos yeah yeah very sorry. true sorry yeah, yeah. no 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 yeah, you, you, that's that's true she um, was but but yeah no I I agree with you I mean. Uh, not only did she have the head trapped in the chair, but she used her foot to keep stomping the chair. Yeah, that's you what know, I love, it, man. It was like, Pillman, Pillman, mm-hmm. Pillman. It was like, it, I mean, like, it was way better than John Cena taping Batista's legs around the ring post so he can't get up for the last man standing match. I'll tell you that. Yeah, you that, I mean? now let me tell you this. That's not a finish. What's a finish for John Cena is being handcuffed to Randy and then using his own arm with the STF. That's better. Oh, yeah. But, you yeah, know, I mean, true. It, it's, it's in the same, I think, it, that's for sure in the same neighborhood. But it's I all really about, yeah, like, and Randy sold it too. Yeah, 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 I remember that. And I think I it's that. just good because Sasha gets like, a renewed ending, you know, and, and, uh, that, you that's know, synonymous with her with the cell. You but, know what but I mean? That, but plus you got to think about, you know, the, the comeuppance of the best friend betraying yeah. her. But I can't remember how many days, but Bailey was champ for a long time yeah, and she, she finally a, beat her. You yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's great. That's a good look for her. That's, yeah. I mean, you know, again, we just hope that it's not going to be usual booking for Sasha Banks. Uh, SmackDown has been pretty good. Lately, at least before the uh, the draft, you know, we have yet to see how it's going to go for, uh, good now forward with the the new acquisitions and stuff like that. But I'm hoping they're going to, you know, shine a little bit light because I'm like, I could see her and Bailey again. I mm-hmm. mean, you even thought maybe possibly at, uh, you know, TLC. Yeah, I mean, um, just because, you know, we saw a table well, traditionally, not used traditionally. Yeah. We did see a, a chair not used traditionally, and we saw a ladder not used traditionally. You but, know what I mean? But so, also, like, traditionally, and I hate to keep saying the word, uh, Survivor Series doesn't really have championship matches. They have exactly. champion versus champion matches. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't see them being forced to be on the same team, possibly. No, I, I see Sasha defending against some, maybe Oscar and then Bailey running in. They, I mean, you got the history right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is you champion know? versus champion. A lot of people were saying that they should uh, they should inject either the, win- the winner between uh, – Io Shirai or Candice LeRae and into it as a triple threat, but that's one thing I noticed that they they weren't uh, including NXT this year after yeah, they got swept last week yeah, or last. Got, yeah, are they scared. I was just about to say <laughs> it's just it's weird, right? But uh, they don't want to run it back. It's cool. But but that was uh that was the second Hell in a Cell match, and I know we're gonna get into the the main event, but obviously we gotta bring up one of the other talking points here. Yeah, new Money in the Bank winner. Yeah, or holder. I I mean I guess I mean. 
you know, again, I I've always thought that they should have waited till TLC. Uh, Would have made sense. Put it I on mean, the ladder, especially when they keep saying, "Oh, he's going to keep you waiting," and with this lawsuit and buy up time, and you know, we we did we got JBL and and Teddy Long and all <laughs> yeah, these characters, rest, you know, wrestlers court. I enjoyed um, all three of them because you know that they know each other. Dude, did you hear that it took them like I guess like a, like they finished barely writing that episode of SmackDown right before it went off the air because apparently that segment was a nightmare to film. I have no idea why. Really? I guess it. I mean, not really a nightmare, but it took up so much time. It was like you know what I mean. Like it nah. was just. Uh, I could see. I mean, the 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 version I saw because I didn't watch it. Yeah, I just saw whatever they threw in the package. Yeah, and, me and too. It, and it looked. It looked funny, but you always know that's the short edited version. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I thought that was well done. I mean, they, they, they. I'm sure. I'm sure it was that case, quote unquote. JBL yeah, yeah. gets bribed and rules in favor of Miz and John, which is why we have the match in the first place with the briefcase on the line. Um, there's really not much to talk about in this match except Johnny Drip Drip does try to help his partner. You know, he's MC, on the apron. MCMIC. There you go. With the, uh, you know, he does have the briefcase. He gets caught. Um, he gets thrown out and, um, I don't know what it is, man. We were talking about this, but, um, and I'll get to it, but we do see the finish where Tucker is involved, who's still at ringside and he blasts his, uh, best friend Otis with the briefcase, allowing Miz to win the briefcase. And it's weird because for some reason for me personally, when Johnny got caught and got sent to the back, I felt like it was misdirection. And, and like something, something, me, something told you, huh? Yeah, something told me. I my thought JBL was like, gonna, was going to come in and like hit him with a clothesline. Or that would have been crazy, <laughs> you know. Oh, or if APA came out as APA, that'd have been like cool. I haven't always got an insurance policy. Th- that know? actually would have been cool because then you would have been like, well, you know, we're always for hire, and whoever got the most money, that's yeah. where we're going, you know, because we, we're we're unbiased and who we're beating up. As long yeah. as you got the chips, the beer, and the cigars, yep, we straight. Like, yeah, and then you yeah. you could use them. You could bring them back for when Otis. It is, you know, granted his comeuppance. Like maybe they're involved, like the legends did for Drew not too long ago at the, at the, in the ambulance match. I don't know, but we do get this match though. And yeah, I mean, like you said, Miz is the new holder of the Money in the Bank briefcase. So, so the Money in the Bank is on Raw now. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. It's like, does that mean because you're on Raw exclusively, you can only challenge nope. for that? No, nope. he I didn't think did so. call out both shows. And the other thing is, he said they're both on notice. Does so. he does he get a year from the day from Sunday, or it's just the rest of the year until the next money? Ooh, you know what I mean? That is probably one of the most vital questions we need answers for sure but because they, they, it can't be like oh i still got the 2019 briefcase yeah, like, does, yeah, like does it renew it's, because yeah. it's the yeah you he's gonna hold it and then he's gonna have to like though, regain it in another money in the bank match like that would be so crazy. true but that also wouldn't been the first time a briefcase was put on the line no we had what the the was it the damian sandow yeah i believe that and was a situation i believe ziggler tried to do that but he wasn't successful um, um oh i remember uh it was Ken Ken Kennedy versus yeah. Edge, and I Edge was took his title. Edge, so or it, took yeah. his, uh, That's actually who I had in mind when I was bringing this up. Is is just I know that was something from the SmackDown days, like when it was on UPN and uh, the beautiful people, like during that time. Oh yeah, you know DL Hughley. You know what I'm saying? You had you had homeboys in outer space, and then SmackDown. Oh yeah, yeah, flex, flex. <laughs> yeah, you, you you had uh, my homeboys in outer space. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was nice. It was nice. It, those were times. Um, but but yeah, it's it, so it's weird. It, it would. It's weird to think they would put in a new rule after it's already been done, but it's also not 
These are unprecedented beneath, times, yeah, too. Yeah, so. and it's not beneath the WWE to I was act gonna like say, something didn't happen or whatever. For the sake of entertainment, absolutely. Yeah, revisionist but, wrestling. But, you know, one thing that, you know, we did get an explanation from Tucker after. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like I could I couldn't hate on it either. It wasn't overinflated. It wasn't over exaggerated. It was just, to be honest. I mean, we've watched them two become equals, and then as soon as they hit the main roster, you start you know slowly saw the positioning of Otis as kind of like the main attraction of the two. Yep. Whereas you'd see Tuck wrestle less and less. He'd be more in his corner as and opposed to. I would say he's got more of the acumen too. He's he's got a lot of collegiate um uh, accomplishments I, as I, a wrestler. I remember when we first saw him, I mean we in the early days of NXT, we were talking about how, yeah, they they want us over. Like they Yeah, they did. You know, and and um yeah, it's just uh it, it makes sense. Yeah. And and, but, that, and that's a rarity. But yeah, I mean his argument is he's basically become like the, the handler yeah. or the prop for Otis, you know, talking about, you know, I'm being told, you know, yeah, um, you know, shine, shine him up real nice so Otis could come in and, you know, uh, do the worm or, or, or do this or, or make sure, you know, saying he's the one that gave Otis the confidence to even ask out Mandy. And, yeah. And, you know, he, he which just, is true. We wide, we saw it. Yeah. And, and it's crazy because he does, but he can't even tie his shoes, let alone function without me. And it's like, obviously, it's an overstatement, but you get it because we've seen it. You know, we no, saw it, how their, you know, dy- dynamic was. To what it is now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's and, not no Festus and Jesse stuff. Well, but, it's you funny know. you said that because I was thinking them and I was also thinking like Eugene and, and William Regal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. Uh, and you know what? I have to give uh, props to Miz because it's not the first time he's been in a match against someone and then that person's like close friend or something like came out of nowhere mm-hmm. and attacked him and then he just like looks at him like, I'm just gonna yep. take this pin and then slide out the wrist. Yeah. So it was perfect. Yeah. I've seen him do it so many times. Yeah, but, Miz, is, Miz is a pro, man. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, again, didn't watch it for obviously the action. We just wanted to know what was going to happen. But that was a major takeaway from that. Yeah. As we get to our main event, it was uh, reigning, defending WWE champion Drew McIntyre taking on the Viper Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. And this match, like you said, we were talking a little bit earlier. You know, this was a little bit different. Um, you got two guys that, I mean, I would probably, you know, Randy obviously being more of the vet, but, you know, McIntyre got years on his resume yeah. as well, too. And they're like, we ain't doing all that flippy-do shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not going to flip a damn table. That, I'll go through a table. That's but. <laughs> what was so funny. As soon as he, and I don't want to jump, but when he belly-to-bellied him through the table, Ooh. I was like, through the table. <laughs> Dude, that, that was a nice spot. <laughs> he broke the bloody table. That was, that was a great spot. But, oh, I man. mean- they had a really good match. They did. Um, I mean, it was a Randy style match, but within yeah. a cell, and there were a few other nuances that I didn't think. I mean, it felt different than yeah, the other two for sure, definitely. Which, I mean, which is important. Yeah, I mean, and it was like less is more. The chair shots weren't yes. in an abundance. I think there was like three of them to Drew, and then he was like grinding on that jawline. You know, yeah. that was uh, revisiting. Yeah, that old broken jaw. Exactly. You know, like it was smart spots. I thought. You know, I mean, um, like I said, I just wasn't a fan of. Oh shit! It's Randy dressing up again, and you know, what I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, because yeah. I was even thinking about that night goggle thing. I'm like, wouldn't it make sense if he would have like dropped a smoke bomb in the room and then that's hit the lights and then put the goggles? You know what I'm saying? But it's so like, smoke bomb might have not done much on the visual, especially if you're gonna turn the lights off anyway. But I I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> it's like ninja vision, yeah, like, yeah, like a like a ninja <laughs> bomb for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I loved. Uh, I I gotta point this out. There's a point where he finally strips off the the sweats he's got on and he's raking Drew's face. 
face, but he's got part of his shirt wrapped around his face. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, you can't see what's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. I see a Scott getting his big ass whooped. <laughs> yeah. That shit was funny. And then Small Joe goes, an astute observation by the Viper. That was hilarious. And then, But then, you know, what made it better is when, uh, was it Tom? I think it was either Tom or, or Byron. They were like, you know, you know they, they related it to the legends who were who weren't able to see when they got attacked. I'm oh. like, okay, that was that was a good thread, but also just, also kind of desperate though, a little bit. I mean, well, I or think far, not far fetched, but um, if he would have got that in before Samoa Joe, yeah, said yeah that, probably, <laughs> like, yeah, you know I, mean? I, I would I would be saying, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Samoa Joe was on fire, like an astute observation, Tom. <laughs> but no, they, I mean, there was some good action in here. Like we said, we there was an overhead belly to belly to the table. We did oh. see the rope hung draping DDT by we, Randy. We. we uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I, I mean, I, that's. I was gonna say we did get the reemergence of the tease that they did on Monday Night Raw, which was horrible. Um, you know, with the bow cutters, which yeah, I enjoyed. Right. You know, seeing Drew go for the bow cutters on Raw and opening the cell with Randy thinking he locked himself in, and then you know, then you go off the air with them. Like I was like, that's how you're gonna sell the pay for you. I'm like, yeah, we got seven I, days, bro. Bro, I was like, looking uh, at that like the just the ending part. I was like, so did they just go off the air brawling everywhere? I'm like, like at least kinda... show that. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, but so you know, we did get the revisit of the bow cutters. Randy brought him out this time. He cracks open a lot, yeah. and then he's. Because that was the thing, too. A lot of times, no matter what the amount of damage that he was dishing out to, to McIntyre, he kept k- kicking out on one. He was. He was really trying to even, show, like, Even on the rope, the rope drape DDT, yeah. I was like. Yeah, that was very surprising. You got Randy like, it was, no, it was two, right? Yeah, yeah. It's one? Yeah. He's this like, Scott, this Scott? <laughs> I was just giving him my ass. Oh, God yeah. damn it. I just love uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, yeah, this is this is a very big turning point in the match because he does use those bow cutters and he leaves the cell. Um, eventually they fight and Randy looks up and he decides, I'm going to climb up top. You know, and yeah, clearly it seemed like this he was, was like, a plan, though. I can't, like, I'm trying to put him away with my usual stuff. Yeah. But he keeps cooking out at one. Yep. I need to grind this guy down. Mm-hmm. He's. I've been in a million of these. Not really, but you know what I mean. Oh, you know what? First time probably for him. Also mentioned while he was played dress up in the beginning of the match. They did brawl around the cell and they teased the table. Yeah, but they didn't. No one went through it. So just so you, if you guys didn't watch, there's a soon, table. Soon as I saw that. table with it with the panel missing. So you know that spot's coming. I, in my head, I was like, that's gonna be a Vince McMahon off the the steel cage spot for sure. I wasn't sure. Because I didn't, I said, I don't see Drew's big ass coming down like Foley. And I said, but Orton's smaller than him, but I don't know what they would do. And honestly, like, the like, cell like what, looked like it's gotten bi- bigger. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, oh, and height. By, like, yeah, like, by all means. Yeah, I think I noticed that from uh, when Shane went through the table when yeah. he returned to go against Taker. Oh, and that's a horrible bump. It Watching was. that still to this day. To this day. It's, it's just like there's no way you're in the air that long, bro. That's crazy. It's just funny. You see Sam, you're like, go for it. And then the, you see him time it so man. well. No, oh, no, 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 no. That's another one. Oh, you're talking about yeah, him yeah, versus Taker. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about that, him that versus is, Kevin Owens. You're very yeah. true. That, I didn't realize he's done that twice. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> that's, I remember that that build because Kevin's like, please, Dad, I can fall off of things really high. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, man. Uh, yeah, that, were, that was hilarious. He is just yeah. grilling this dude. But, but no, they uh, did, Randy does bait him up top onto the cell. Yeah. And I, I, the reason I say it's kind of premeditated is because there's a like a pipe up there. Yeah. I don't care for the fact that it's red. Like I, It's like... Okay, H- hide it, it in plain sight. Yeah, it's like I, I figured. It, yeah, I, and I get, I get that the cell is red, but it's like, is it too camouflage it? It's like if you know what's up there and you're gonna lead the charge to to take the fight up there, 
to, to you know because you could tell it was like a all right we're gonna take it to this level yeah you know because I, I was be waiting say, in the wing with the pipe like it, it uh, I, I, but, that's why it was weird that that it that it was red I think I, like I, th- there was no purpose for I, that. I think the only reason was to hide it in plain sight to be honest because when you look at the top of that cage or the, the cell which you don't get a whole lot of shots of unless they are on top of the yeah, cell there was some good cameras placed inside the cell because there were there were some um, if you notice since the very first cell in the cell they've added like a center a bar in the center yeah so I think that's where you know he pretty much put it you know what I mean I mean, I wouldn't be, you know, I'm pretty sure the guys on the catwalk were about, like. Uh, are you talking about in the center of the roof? Yeah, roof yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, but I, but the, I, I just wanted to say, I did like the visual confirmation of Drew looking up and seeing Randy telling him, come on, and yeah. him just like nodding. Yeah. Because I think if he would have done that with the pipe, it's like, dude, that's dumb logic to climb oh, up no, to no, somebody. No. You know I'm what I mean? I'm not but, saying like hold on to it. I'm saying once you see Drew climb up, then you bring out the pipe. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. just felt like. Because I get the hide in plain sight, but I feel like doesn't that kind of hurt your um, ability to find it right away? Because I'm thinking there's not a lot of shots on top of the roof during the match. Yeah. The, I yeah. don't know if it would have mattered if you saw a pipe up there, my opinion. But we do see the pipe. He does now. I believe it was uh, in the leg. Yeah. Um, to, to I, try thought, to I thought alter. it was a nut shot at first. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he, I was like, damn. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Because he, and it was, it was, you know, good logic trying to alter his ability to hit him with his finish to Claymore. These guys start climbing on the other end, though. And um, that's like when climbing finally, down. Yeah, yeah. Climbing down. And, and like you said, we did get like this Vince McMahon table spot, better times. Let, it didn't seem as much a oh Vincent Man's trying to talk his ass, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it wasn't like oh Ambrose just pretty much just pushed yeah. himself off and you know what I mean yeah. exactly yeah and, not that spot and you're yeah. talking about the Vince versus uh, uh, Stone same, Cold. same yeah Valentine's Day massacre yeah. and then also the Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins and Ambrose but yeah he did exactly but I, I think but they, he did that, yeah he did that with Drew uh, there was. Ambrose did that spot, I think, twice. I think with uh, Dolph Ziggler, too. I forgot who it was. I can't remember. I, just, I think it was him and Seth. They both went through, right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's yeah. who it was. But, yeah, no, this spot I thought was um, different because I wouldn't think someone the size of Drew would go through. He did that not height, look like – Like, I will say that when he – yeah, because he, he's such a big guy and he's so tall. When he did his dismount, I thought – I didn't I – did, it just didn't seem real. And then he went through, and, and it seemed like he landed – not too bad on his tailbone. Yeah, I, I was but, like, I was but, like, oh, he didn't get a chance to flat back it at all. Yeah, no, at all. But it looked realistic, though. I mean, you him, know, him so. with the internal bleeding. Quote, oh my were gosh, pushed, that was, was great. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't overdone. We've seen it overdone before. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he he sold it very well. Uh, Randy does get in, in back into the ring. Am I right? And um, I'm trying to think how this. I, I know he does go for the claymore. Does he hit the claymore? He hits it once. No. Well, yeah, he does hit the claymore a desperation one, he, but he immediately when, I, rolls out the ring after he. That's does. right, yeah, yeah, and I think that's when that's when he okay, but there is he does go for a, a second one. Randy ducks that shit, <laughs> and basically he takes the bump when he yeah, yeah like quote like, unquote like, invented it, you know, like when he went against Ryback, I think is it, when he says he, uh, yeah, because he he landed pretty hard and uh you know on his back turns around RKO, um. Obviously wasn't flush, but we've seen worse ones for sure. But um, one, two, three, Randy, yeah, he walked out the brand new champion, fourteen-time champion. I saw a thing today that showed how many title reigns all four <laughs> members of Evolution have, and it's obviously Triple H and him are tied at fourteen. Yeah, sixteen for Rick, and sorry, Batista, you only got that six, but it's still fifty though, I, I which th- is very. I thought it was hilarious because uh, Randy actually posted it, and he and oh, he did. The okay. caption said. 
uh, three legends and an actor. <laughs> so it's like, and then, but that's that's what surprised me is I see Baby Bash of all people like, hey, yo, congratulations, champ. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's a, he's a huge wrestling. And that, fan, that's what yeah. I, I, that's what I was talking to Baka about. I'm like, yo, I get that, but I'm like, I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't know if as a wrestling, Orton, like, I don't think the wrestling community. When needs you get Baby off Bash. my line, bro. Yeah, for real, for real. But I, did he? I hope he wasn't it. Nah, I don't think he was a guest host. Let's hope not. But uh, yeah, no, nah, that was pr- he probably much, was in the crowd uh, one time, like how they did LeBron. James I- I'm sure, or something, yeah, and you know gave him I mean? the name bar and everything. But uh, no, nah, that was basically the end of uh, Hell in a Cell. Don't get yeah. me wrong, powerful imagery. You see, see Drew looking full of piss and vinegar, not bitter, but mad that he lost. Yeah, like 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 suitably mad and upset yeah. with himself. And Randy, you know, don't get me wrong, good visual, him on top of the ramp, holding the belt up, right behind, you know, in front of the Hell in a Cell Tron. But I still believe, like we said earlier, Roman's spot um, would have been better right there, especially visually. I mean, we're done with Randy and and Drew as a program, I hope, it, for, yeah. for, for a short bit, because it's just gone on a little too long for my Well, face. see, that that's the thing. It's like, come Monday, we did get a little bit of a tease of The Fiend. And the thing is, which we talked about last week, but, but this is the thing. I I missed it, but uh, Baca reminded me of it. There was that Firefly Funhouse last week on Raw. Oh, I didn't. And you it. had With Alexa, Bra- right? Didn't she? Yeah, it was when she got introduced for the first time. But in the beginning of the show, you see Bray pulling out all these old props that he's used, and then you see he's he, there's this like weird looking cross, and he's like he kind of double takes, does a double take at it and just throws it. And I was like, why did that look familiar? But I forgot that's like something that happened between him and Randy mm. when he burned down the, I mean, pretty much the, the, the whole picture of the fire is, is you know, Abigail's house burning down, right? Yeah. And actually what you said right there, you said he double taked with a cross. It's like yeah. double cross. Oh, true. You know I mean? That, I'm subtle, mean, but yeah, you know, I, but uh, yeah, it, it was one of some. I'm like, why does that look familiar? And I forgot, I totally forgot about it. That 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 was part of their their whole what like House of Horrors match or whatever the fuck it was. But yeah, I mean, it, it answers my question whether or not. I mean, I get you know, Fiend looking more like a tweener nowadays. Yep. I mean, it's got that fee on the side, ready to ride. <laughs> the Fiend and the fee. <laughs> it's just, um, yeah. I mean, that was pretty much Hell in a Cell, man. Um, definitely looking forward. I don't want to say I, look, I, look, I don't really look forward to Survivor Series, but you know, obviously they keep saying it's thirty years to take her. Yeah, that's what um, I'm looking forward to. So. A lot of people were saying, I guess Sasha accidentally uh, leaked that. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know how. Yeah, so I, she she posted something on Twitter, like I think a day or two prior to it being like public news or you know actually announced by WWE themselves. You know, they like but, to control the narrative. Well, she better EC3. She better watch herself, man. She just got that strap. She don't want to go six weeks through a table like Lana. Is. Bro, all I'm saying is, if if your name is Matt Riddle and you're and you got the company sued for five million over some chick you used to mess with, and yeah. you're still on TV, yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm hoping that, that you know. Hey, hey, you know, we'll hear the rest on uh podcast legend killers i I, I, I guess if they come back to boston we'll know that she'll lose for sure yeah (laughs) yeah, that's all i'm waiting on it's like i mean well uh, the good news is charlotte got drafted to raw so we don't have to worry about that i didn't even know she was uh a viable bro that's why everybody was pissed because Sami Zayn went like i think the fourth round as an i intercontinental champion yeah as a show you want to control these championships but then charlotte who hasn't been on tv and it's not a champion guy. I think she got chose like the first round. It's crazy too because uh, I did see Sami Zayn had to kind of check WWE because they were hyping up their season premiere. All the titles are, you know, all the champions are going to be in action. 
and there was not one picture of Sami Zayn. And you know what? Someone else I saw. Uh, they said the you know they were like, oh, it's gonna be all new action, and then someone had a side by side of the. You know, they usually have like these. Uh, what are they? Promo pics of who's on the show, and you know, like they have like the the pictures of Roman Reigns, and there's the Fiend. You know, they have like you know what eight people mm-hmm. usually. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. Uh, you, you look at the the lineup that they they did they, they the, the new one they just did for Raw and SmackDown for 2020, and they're exactly the same from 2016. Like that's, the same people. That's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I don't I mean obviously four years ago, no one's gonna remember that, but yeah. someone did. Someone yeah. did, <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing, and and um, this is probably a good way to segue to a break. Is, yeah, um, 100%. I am really happy to see that Daniel Bryan's back. Fist me, boys! <laughs> no, I want all of the smoke. All I gotta say is, I really hope that they show the Street Profits dress up like the New Day, because the New yeah. Day just dressed up. No, like no, the yeah, I just sent, yeah, I just yeah, sent yeah. that to yeah. I didn't realize they've already started. You know, saying building what's gonna for yeah for Survivor, Survivor Series, series. Yeah. so we'll see what's good. But uh, yeah, that'll be interesting, man. But this week, I'm I know for sure one thing. Uh, not to jump ahead to Survivor Series, I'm more excited to see what's going on on Halloween Havoc, my dude. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see if they're going to use even half of the twelve options on that wheel. Yeah, um, that's where my my interest is at because I know not every match is going to be scheduled to have that stip. Um. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. Yeah. I, I thought for sure they would have done it on Halloween, but it's this Wednesday. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll be back. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to be uh, talking all things Wednesday Night Wars. Hey, yo, what's going on, man? It's Quincy Jones. Go for the Quincy Jones Show. Reminding you guys to check out Storyline Tees once again. They hit it out the park. I know what I said. I said what I said last week. But, man, they keep blowing my mind, y'all. And I, I got to keep showing support. Check them out. The pre-sale's going right now. The new Nation of Domination t-shirt design. I mean, dude, first of all, every time them and Dream Match Wrestling, they team up, they hit it out the park. I can't keep saying it, dog. It just, it is what it is. It's hot fire. Go and check it out. They just also updated uh, uh, more stocks on the Brian Pillman, uh, the Prince Devitt, as well as the Boyhood Dream shirt. Go ahead and get yours. Come this Monday. Don't forget the pre-sale. Nation of Domination is going down. Go. We are the nation of domination. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yep, we're back. We is. And uh, it's your boys. The new, no. <laughs> it, it just don't, hey, don't, it don't hit the same. Hey, that licensing is up for grabs, baby. Ooh, no. ooh. That merch money going to be ooh. gravy. I don't know. We got a. I, I think Oscar's trying to pine for a for a spot, yeah, which I'm, I'm all for. I am all for. But I digress. Let's get into the Wednesday Night Wars as we uh, light the fuse first. Figure bang, we bang. could, uh, you know, we put a lot of spotlight on WWE already. We can get into the alternative and then swing it back to, of course, uh, Halloween Havoc, which did uh, happen as well this week. But yeah, um, definitely first and, did. First and foremost, I thought it was uh, pretty interesting to because you know we, we were talking about. A few of these names from the uh, women's division for AEW, and um, I did get a uh, confirmation because you know we we haven't seen her in a while, but uh, Sadie Gibbs was actually released, and you know a lot of people were saying that AEW didn't release anybody during the pandemic. Actually, she she was one of the ones that was released. Yeah, no, that that was actually that that broke news. I think that was grouped in at like 
shortly after the havoc news like there was like havoc someone else and then it was like yeah because of travel issues i believe right yeah she was just uh she was she's in the uk but she what they didn't know is that she was already going to like plan to move to atlanta oh, which is man. where the nightmare factory is um and you know she says uh, i would have been training there and just you know just to be around more to be implemented into things and just wanted to give 100% and dedicate to the promotion. Obviously, things changed, but that was the plan. Before that, I was being flown in for shows. Uh, during that time, I had two main matches, which was a little bit disappointing because I was having matches every week before in Japan. Uh, but then when I signed, I only had two matches with them. I didn't get to showcase my skills too much. But uh, come August, they let three of us go from the UK. They kept a couple from the UK. I noticed Anthony Ogogo is still with them, which I was like, okay, it mm. seems like you're a little bit mad about that since he's uh, not a uh, natural wrestler i as, guess because uh, <laughs> yeah. i mean that's one of cody's projects 100 percent. got you um, okay. he was the one that you know that they've been doing a few features on like since uh aw started uh i believe he, he i think he's he's partially blind in one eye um oh okay yeah he i don't know if you remember that cody uh he was doing a lot of uh not vignettes but he they were doing some some um uh, I guess backstory. Uh, when when they were showcasing some of the people that were coming in and the new faces and stuff like that, so yeah, I thought yeah, that was, I was like, um, but yeah, she said that uh, you know um, she probably won't be able to fly back over until March twenty twenty one at the earliest. But she did say that you know it was done really nice. Uh, you know they said it wasn't about talent or anything like that. That you know they wouldn't have signed her if they thought that uh, it was purely based on the uncertainty of her being able to get back to the states. Um, but they said that, you know, they told her to reach out when the world is settled and uh, normal, quote unquote. So, oh, okay. um, I thought that I was, was cool. Say, I mean, I'm sure she's somebody they still want to use, but might get. Uh, I was thinking, hopefully, like, um, what's the word that starts with the F? Um, we're not fired, but furloughed. Furloughed. Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe she was going to get furloughed, maybe. Cause, you know, because it is travel, not something that's in her, you know, exact realm of power, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's nothing. I, I think that's just what it was. It was a situation neither of them had control of, but obviously they can't keep paying her. Uh, it wouldn't be smart business wise to continue paying her to uh, you know with this contract that they're not even able to fly her in. But you know mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of communication would have went a long way. They could have avoided this. But again, it looks like the, you know the the door is open, which is good because they definitely need the talent. I, I was actually a, a fan of what I did see from Sadie Gibbs uh, while she was there. Um, but you know more in the women's division uh, looks like you know Thunder Rosa. Obviously, uh, as noted by the uh, Serena Deeb match that happened on Dynamite last night, Thunder Rosa actually lost the NWA Women's Championship. Yeah, um, I, um, and there's a lot of rumors coming out of this too. Yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, I know a couple days ago, watching Wrestle Talk, it's uh, from what I heard there wasn't a very big aggressive play on uh, by the hand of WWE trying to sign her. I believe the story was. Thunder Rosa, even though we've seen her in a few, you know, uh, recent weeks, she it's simple as she's been at home waiting to get another call from AEW to come back in. But she's not had does not have any ink to paper. And it sounds like it's as simple as AEW just hasn't called and which is stupid. (sighs) Um, And I don't know. All I can say is I know she posted today and said, hey, you know, it's crazy. You know, she basically commented on the rumors. Um, I can't even let me see if I can find the actual quote because I'm sure you got a little bit more info than you could share in the meantime. But I mean, no, that, that was pretty much it. It's just, I mean, it, it's kind of disappointing to hear if that's all it is. It's like, dude, what, you know, WTF? It's like, oh, here it is. What a way to quote, melt the internet. Love the rumors and speculations. Read between the lines. Hashtag rumors. You know? And I mean, look, uh, I don't know. Oh, and then hashtag reality versus expectation. Hmm. I, I, the thing is, I, I would hope that she would end up 
in AEW, I guess selfishly or however you want to call it, it's just I don't think like WWE already has a stacked division. I don't yeah. know what they're gonna do with her or how 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 much time they would be able to really ideal realistically dedicate towards developing her to the WWE uh, style and all that yeah. stuff. Different look, obviously. Uh, polished, obviously, in the ring. That's not a, ever a problem. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'd be remiss to say I probably would have loved to see a triple threat between her, uh, Hikaru, Nyla, and her at, at Full Gear. I, instead, I, w- you know? I would not be mad at that. And, you know, I just think it's funny, too, because, I mean, she did mention that the only time that she was in contact with WWE in the past was to go try out as a ref, and she didn't even make the flight. You know, so Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, we did see Serena Deeb defend the NWA Women's Championship, uh, you know, on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. But the thing that got me is like, I, this is what I don't get. This is what I don't get. Why do they keep showcasing the NWA Women's Title more than the AEW Women's Title lately? Like, yeah, seriously, w- wouldn't that produce the perception that they have no confidence in their own division? Of course, that's. I mean, you know? perceptions, everything, and that's what I see. You know, and I think everyone was. And I can, it could be different for someone else, but I, it's just yeah. you know I, that's I, how it strikes for me because I think all of us were were leaning towards this is going to a another title match between Thunder Rosa and Sheeta, but for the NWA title, maybe be title for title. Like that's because it's, it's well known that NWA is starting a working relationship with AEW right now. It's, yeah. You know, it makes sense, but I agree with you, man, because they got a lot of time this week. And then Sheeta had like what? 30 seconds with fathead Barb Brady out Marvez. And it was yeah. a horrible promo. It, it, <sighs> I mean, it wasn't ahead. horrible. It, it it was just straightforward. Like, I mean, it was, and I, I, I the reason I say it wasn't horrible is because it wasn't anything special, but straight to the point. And her yeah, English I, was was is getting better. I'll that's, say that, that's it, all it was. It for wasn't me. horrible, but it was definitely not anything special. It wasn't. No, it wasn't better than her opening the gate to open challenge anybody. It was just you want me, I want you. I, I just for me, I'm like, I'd much rather just have them adopt the NWA Women's Championship instead of like. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, like and, and their roster. Uh, it's Low just uh, it just doesn't make sense if you guys already have a belt that you're trying to est- get still get established as legit. I'm sorry because you you know um, you had Riho and then Nyla and then you know Sheeta, but it's just I don't, I don't know. But I digress, man. Let's just get right into uh, the dynamite. Yeah, as we uh, speak here, like I said, I, I, I mean. They had a match, but I figured I'd get that out the way, you know, to bunch it with the news of Thunder Rosa possibly looking at, you know, different places to call home lately. But I digress. Let's get right into it. We opened the night with another AEW Eliminator semifinal match, one of two of the night. We have Hangman Page taking on Wardlow. Uh, this is a good match, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Hangman tries to start the match by taking a fight straight to Wardlow, but uh, every time Page is able to string along some momentum, Wardlow would stop it with his strength and power. Uh, we did get a powerful spear, uh, Wardlow spearing Hangman through the guardrail, which was yeah pretty crazy that early in the match. Um, Different than what we're used to seeing, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, uh, we did get a big gut wrench power bomb, or I guess release gut wrench power bomb from Wardlow to Page for a near fall. Love yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, Page counters Wardlow, uh, his, that deadly knee he does from the second rope with the cross armbar. Uh, but then Wardlow again on the attack as he brings Page back into the ring with a drop suplex. Uh, Wardlow misses a huge swanton bomb, which is the first time I've seen him actually hit it. Uh, oh, I know, really? I, I know okay. that's one of his moves. I've seen his mm-hmm. a few his moveset, but 
I've never seen him go for it uh, in AEW. Yeah, him and Hobbs are very much the same and very big built guys that got just jumpers for days. Bro. Yeah, yeah, that frog splash that uh, that Hobbs does. Is yeah, pretty, it's pretty dope. Very beautiful. Yeah. Um, huge again misses the huge swanton bomb to provide a big opening for Page to deliver a big clothesline that sends Wardlow to the outside, followed by the Arihara moonsault. Yeah. There uh, we go. <laughs> Page hits the standing shooting star press for the one count. Yeah. Um, you know, again, they're they're doing a little bit of fighting here. But, you know, again, the, the, the main point is we got Wardlow hitting an F-10. Uh, but Paige smartly rolls outside the ring. Uh, then we get this huge, big avalanche exploder suplex off the top. Yeah. Uh, followed by two buckshot lariats for the win, Ooh. advancing to the finals. Hangman Paige. I mean, where's our check? We booked this damn thing. That's all I got. I'll be say. your hangman, Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> all right then booker man <laughs> hang yeah, man yeah. hang man uh but uh how'd you feel i, I thought it was a great match i thought oh, yeah, it, no, no. it was that, like that exploder uh uncharacteristic of page but really nice man i mean uh, jr really got out of his seat to accentuate how far he threw that guy across the no, ring you ser- know what i mean and, and, so. he, and, and the bounce the roll but you know what actually really uh impressed me the most about that spot back to your point the agility factor, like mm-hmm. how big Wardlow is, but he was so calm getting like you saw how he was outside of the turnbuckle and then he manages to move into position working with Paige. It was like I, I mean, it, it was it was nice. I mean, yeah, he's got a good pace and he. Yeah, they didn't rush definitely it. Definitely doesn't look yeah. that green or as green as he did when he first debuted with the, you know, the Burberry tie and all that. So, yeah, man. We I, don't talk about that. Yeah, good. It's a, it was a good match, though. Very good match. And I think he did hit him with the F10, but. Yeah, yeah, he hit it, but he, he rolled out the ring. Yeah. But the, what I liked about it was the fact that he helped put Wardlow over because it oh, took yeah. two buckshot lariats. Yeah. So, you know. And I think it's important to to say um, we did get a weird promo by MJF where he said, oh, no, 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 just so y'all know. Yeah. If Wardlow moves on, what is his property is considered my property yeah. as per our contract we have. And so if he becomes champion, that would be my champion. Yeah, I, I was just going to. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up because that was one thing I did forget that they were like, it, it just, I mean, I get it, but it just, the way it came across didn't make sense. That, that should have been something that. Had its own segment, I yeah, think. Yeah, hundred percent. Like like if Wardlow would have made the finals mm-hmm. or even if, you know, a pep talk after he made it to the semis after beating uh or who was before it, Jungle he, Boy? Yeah, I'll say maybe yeah, maybe if they did that uh since he opened last week, if he did this this week's promo last week, it would have made more sense. You know, because then you could kind of see he, he you know, there's some uh continuity. Exactly. But especially as he goes on into the tournament. Don't bring it up before he loses. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, and just like, well, why'd they even bring it up? Exactly. <laughs> just to use it. Uh from here we did get a uh, Moxley promo as uh, obviously it's uh you know, more build up leading into this I quit match he has uh going into full gear next Saturday against Eddie Kingston and uh, a few quotables here. He's talking about not defending the title in his match and how he's going to weaponize it, and that mm-hmm. he's the man that crushes windpipes, crushes skulls, and more importantly, the AEW champion crushes egos. Love it. Protect your neck, Eddie. Love that, too. And I was like, Eddie gave him that. Mm-hmm. I think Eddie gave him that. He's uh, like, protect your neck. He was that with the woo. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, then, you know, obviously from here, we did get a continuation of that build as we got Eddie Kingston uh, facing Matt uh, Seidel in his yep. very first match on Dynamite. 
Um, and obviously, we know what this match is for. You know what I'm saying? It's obviously to help Eddie look strong leading up to this uh, this face-off against Moxley. But Kingston was joined by BB&B as she is back into the fold. I'm talking about the bunny. Uh, they did, uh, you know, do a little flashback as far as what happened on Dark. Um, the bunny's back, rolling with the... The blade and maxed the butcher out, maxed out them credit cards. G. Maxed out them credit cards, G. Um, you know, and then he again, he, you know, he cuts a promo on his championship match against Moxley live at Full Gear, or, or at Full Gear live, I should say, on on Dynamite. Before Colin Mox a coward, and also having a few choice words for his opponent, Matt Seidel, and uh, you know, does a little shout out and a wink to Lance Archer. Yep. You know, again, beating that drum on how he didn't get eliminated. But I loved how he uh, how he was harassing the cameraman. You didn't even that was awesome. to be in no, here. No, that was that was so and I was like in my head, I'm like, that was so off the cuff. This, like, yeah, oh yeah. This has gotta be one guy I don't he's like, gotta give it to. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it was so insulting. Yeah, but again, you know, Matt Seidel's debut. Um I don't want to call it an enhancement match because it was pretty pretty good. It was a pretty good match. I actually enjoyed Seidel's uh, offense in this. And I guess they said that he's been using like the the ground camera uh, cobra clutch, I should say. Yeah. Uh to, to put his opponents away Which lately. I, so. Yeah, that's new brand new yeah. uh breaking news, I should say to me. But uh I was interested to see how that was gonna go down, but he got back uh, yeah, you know, I was spinning gonna, back fist <laughs> Just about to say Kingston wins via the spinning back fist, followed by uh Moxley's uh bulldog choke. Yep. And of course, Eddie doesn't let go and continues until Allie the Bunny brings in a microphone herself. And uh, pretty much, you got Eddie telling Seidel or Moxley in this Quote case uh, to say "I quit," you know. And uh, you got Seidel saying "I quit," and I, it was you know, I, I, I like the imagery, you know. So, you yeah. know, it's nothing new that there's something that they do. They'll have someone like, oh, he, you know, he ain't in there with Matt Seidel. He in there with yeah. He, he's tunnel vision right now, and I thought yeah. Kingston did a good job. And yeah, they said not, that that not, blank stare in his face. Yeah, Jr. was was not, building on that as well. Not the trademark snarl, not the smirk, not not. Yeah, it was just he he was consistent with the face that they were describing. It was good, definitely good. Yeah, definitely, man. Makes it, and I, what I'll say too is this episode of Dynamite got me like pumped for Full Gear. I'm still not like I like. Because we were talking about this on the flow show, not to do a cheap plug here, but Brian and myself were like, gotta get that wrestling man. That's that plug man. (laughs) Gotta get that kayfabe. But yeah, we were just saying like just on a believability factor level. We we were pretty sure where this goes, right? But then I even I offered him the the opening. I was like, well, what if they give Daddy the title? And, I, and then, that's you know, what I've been thinking. Baka told me no, but I'm like, yeah, but that's what you say. But yeah, yeah but yeah, when he worked uh, uncontracted against Cody, who was calling him that night? WWE. Yeah. Who ain't never called him a day before then. Nope. So obviously, there's some dollar signs on this guy. And, oh yeah. And it just as we saw the way he treated the cameraman, who who's done that before in a promo, bro? Yeah, I feel like uh, telling some, the guy uh, who who who's in his spot, yeah, to get out the ring, who's like, supposed to get him over with. That's his job, filming him straight up. And it's but, so small. But I it's, get it. But it's almost like, did they flip over and, and Vince like spit his coffee out and said, who the hell is that talking on the mic? He's like, like did he did he see the promo prior to, to I, the I match? Think, and he I was think like, I like that guy. I think it's Triple H more, more than more than mm, Vince, to Yeah, because be I could see him going more. Yeah, Eddie Kingston and NXT would have been a good oh, coup. What a coup. But like, nope. like dude, like, it's going to sound weird, but I would have kept Cassius on and had him team with him. 
on, on some road warrior not road warrior but like road warrior like these fools travel the road yeah, type stuff so, like, and they're both bigger guys they got vets in the game strikes yeah that could have been cool um but you know from here we did get a uh, dual interview we had ftr the aw tag team champions yeah. uh in, in a, a separate location with tully uh, Tully Blanchard, if you will. Yo, Tully got a dope ass new shirt, by the way. Check Tully out. Tully has a new shirt. Tully and Arn Anderson have two new Four Horsemen inspired T shirts on ShopAW.com. They're kind of fire for these guys. Well, I can't really say he's not active because he did just help them with, with a duel. Yeah, and we will get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say Arn got a little active too. This oh week. yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that was see. I, I, yeah, I got new. I got some notes on that one as well. But I digress. We did get again FTR uh, in a separate location with Tully. We had Young Bucks in the studio also with uh, Excalibur. Um, there were some people that were saying that the audio was off on this. When I saw it, it was fine. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Um, I think if you were on BR Live, it was a little off. Maybe that's maybe that's what it was. Um, I mean, you know, not not to spoil it too much, but you know, obviously FCR ended up leaving in the middle of it. Uh, but before then, they were throwing quite a few digs at, at Excalibur on uh, knowing the Bucks for many years, and that being the only reason why he has a job at AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then you know, I, I give them their credit because they there was a lot of questions that were directed uh, more towards the Bucks. Uh, but, you know, the Bucks did try to explain the reasoning behind their uh, recent behaviors these last few months. Uh, Matt saying that something was missing and, you mm-hmm. know, just boom, something just went off in them. You know what I mean? And, and it's just it, it. All I got to say is this. The added stipulation. I mean, a year ago, oh. that stipulation was for Cody. Yeah. At full gear. At full gear. Against Jericho. Yep. Um, and what I'm talking about is that the Bucks say if they can't beat FTR for the AEW Tag Team Championships, then they will never, ever <laughs> challenge for them again, bro. I and I don't, I don't know. I just felt like this doesn't need that. I just felt like the whole his leg is sprained. Like there's just a lot more to do there than people think. You know. And I just feel like they kind of yeah. we could have got like a dusty finish because I don't expect this to be their one and only meeting. Well, a lot of people are, are, are saying that, that there's been rumors that a that uh, FTR are looking to get out of AEW, not get out, but like start going to other companies and yeah. work, working with them. And so when you, you know, a dash of that rumor and then, you know, the, the, a dash of this stipulation, yep. I really hope that's not the case and this is how they drop him because I feel like they really only had him for, what, about a month or two? Yeah, and don't get me wrong, they have been defending him in the 20 minutes of greatness, but it's not, uh, I mean, there's far more teams that we haven't seen, even though Absolutely, if they're not yeah. in the same stature, I mean, FTR is going to make them look good out there. I, I, I really was looking forward to them beating everybody except the Bucks and then yeah. that, that being, you know, their downfall or whatever mm-hmm. the situation is. But uh, I digress. I mean, like you said, it, it definitely added some more layers. Uh, and I don't think we absolutely needed it based on the fact that this is uh, a match that, I mean, you saw the new shirt. They have the FTR, Young Bucks, and both their tweets on them. So it's yeah. like, you know, we we, we 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 talked about this. So it's like the, the story's already written. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's yeah. I was I was kind of confused about that. I didn't think this needed it. You know, and, and you know what? We still got one more week, so let me get not get ahead of myself and start throwing out predictions here. Uh, so yeah, let, let's wait and see how this unfolds. But um, next we have perhaps one of the funniest uh, segments that they've uh, produced. And look, we they've done a few type of segments like this that were yep. kind of whatever, uh, maybe a little unnecessary. 
uh, like like the uh, the Orange Cassidy Jericho uh, debate and stuff like that. I, you know, I, what I mean? enjoyed it, I, but I think because of everyone involved, you know, what I mean, yeah, but I mean, not all of them get knocked out of the park though. You're very, you're very right because they had like what Orange Cassidy like being like a genius on like uh, it was based, some, something it, like ocean. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Ocean, it, it was on. It was on climate change. It That's was, what to it me, was. Yeah. I liken it to um, Will Ferrell in yeah. old school. What happened to Black Death? Yeah, yeah. It, I was just totally, thinking the same yeah. thing. But then you got him on another freaking promo last week and he's just like i don't even know what city i'm in. yeah like you know what i mean i'm just like okay so that's that's and then i don't know people are saying that okay i guess his momentum's done because he lost his last three uh championship opportunities but anyways we did have the inner circle town hall hosted by tony shivani skivone mm-hmm. and dasha yeah it's funny because I, I always want to say fuentes but i forgot it's gonzalez now yeah it is yeah um you know it's that wwe fake name of <laughs> which is crazy but yeah uh but you know uh we had a, a number of uh people that uh were also picked to ask the hard questions so to speak at this town hall obviously we had mgf who i thought was interesting he was not flanked by wardlow at all no uh but then we had jericho who arrived with uh what four fifths of uh, yeah. inner circle uh yeah, jake they- hager uh, currently training for an MMA fight, so that's that's actually pretty exciting. I gotta, I gotta hurt. I gotta, I gotta hurt. Are you, hey, you think he's gonna come out that song? I don't know. I mean, last time he came out with Truth, and he he got that that knockout. So maybe he's got a. Uh, well, you know what? Now that he's with AEW, I, I bet Truth is not gonna be able to do. Oh, he came like out that. with our Truth. His fir- very Yo, first fight. I never yeah. even knew that. Yeah, he wrapped so... he wrapped him out, and uh, yeah, he was got it that. original track. I don't remember to be honest with <laughs> you, but up? I remember once he won, he What's hit up, the Atlanta. He hit the We the People because <laughs> I believe it was a it was a, a submission. Uh, okay, you know, yeah, okay, okay. Because he 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 knocked the guy already out, and I think he had him in a head arm choke. But I digress. Hager, that, Hager, that, would, that would make sense. Yeah, Hager gonna make him hurt. Yeah, he yeah. yeah. But um, so again, you know, town hall. Uh, first up, we had Luchasaurus asking MJF how he will increase the revenue factor of uh inner circle to which of course mjf man of many graphs and resources and uh of course in, in this case uh you know he showed this exponential rise in the just growth of revenue you know what do you say like, okay for the first year but you know it's just straight to the top baby uh which i love because he felt what it's math like every time you he played to the crowd he just he was awesome. He was oh, awesome. Yeah, no, he was great. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously followed next by Britt Baker from Britsburg. Yep. <laughs> they had to. They had to put that in there. I loved. I love what uh, she says. And that. Reba, but I did this. I actually was laughing quite a bit. You had Reba, who was uh, pretty the bashful. She was like, fawning over Jericho's yeah. smile. I, I can't even believe it's really <laughs> he looks, him. You look so happy when you smile. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so. It was just so funny, mm-hmm. man. I don't know, but uh, that yeah, Britt like, Baker. Stop it. You're being weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We all have friends that uh, say and do that. Yeah, both, both roles. Can you for not? Sure. Can you just not right now? <laughs> yeah, can you say uh, man. Weird? But uh, you know, she did bring up MJF's terrible track record in the past of AEW with friendships, and uh, yep. asked Jericho how that makes him feel. To which Jericho <laughs> replied, "Well, I'm not a dipshit like Cody. Yep. And even if he did try to turn his back in the inner circle, and they they actually bowed up on him, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll kick the teeth down your throat. Yeah." Uh, love the love the energy. I love the uh, the the group energy. From, yeah, from def- them. I was just gonna say the synergy was there in that ring for sure. Uh, next one, real short. We had Peter Avalon shooting a shot, which <laughs> hey, I can't blame the guy. It was funny. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you know, he wasn't too hurt. He wasn't too hurt. But then 
Mr. Eric B for president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Eric B. See, the thing is, the Eric Bischoff appearance actually got spoiled for me. Oh, I had no idea. He recently brought up, he had some comments again about Brett as we, you know, they go back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not wrong with a lot of stuff he says. So I'll give him that too. But as I'm reading this article about what he said, it's like, this is, you know, off the heels of uh, his recent appearance with, with uh, uh, Dynamite, I'm like, wait, let me check the date on this. Because mm-hmm. we're talking about Brett being the hater, so let me check the date on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, 27 minutes ago. I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean he's appearing for AEW? And then, boom, when it said Eric B, I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, I was a fan okay. that they did that. I didn't know it was him until they, I think they said it was Cody, is it Colorado? Yeah. And yeah. I know that's where he moved from. So I was like, wait, is this? And then when he pulled I was like, dang. And then I love how Tony Honestly, told yeah. Jericho to shut up. I was I was going to bring it up. I was yeah. definitely going to bring it up. But, yeah, it, it's I thought it was cool because it seemed like there was a genuine pop yeah. when he came out. So It almost seemed like they almost didn't know Eric was going to be there. Yeah. They played it so well. Um, And then, you know, yeah, again, surprise appearance. He asked a uh, what he called a three-prong question to, uh, towards MGF where mm-hmm. he, he asked – what he can do for the inner circle, uh, what the inner circle can do for him, and also with uh, both being uh, prima donnas, at, as you said, at this point, Jericho was uh, getting a little bit irritated at the uh, accusations mm-hmm. until Steve told him, Jericho, shut up! <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is a clear shot at the uh, debate. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Which I, I loved. You know, g- hey, give Tony some shine, man. He's been, yeah, man. you know, he, he got waxed. You know what I mean? He was... You know, he creeped out Reba for being naked at the spa, which is what you're <laughs> supposed to be doing anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got his freaking phone broken. Super kicked. He, he, he's, he's had a uh, conflicting couple past weeks, I would say. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Uh, he, he said with them both sharing these prima donna-like, uh, you know, features and attributes, what's to stop them from killing each other, uh, you know, if they were to join uh, the inner circle? And, mm-hmm. you know... I did like the way Jericho played it, where he's like, because, you know, it's funny, because I, I listen to Jericho when he tells stories, and I listen, obviously, on his podcast. Um, it's just something about the way he was asking him. It's like, no, answer the question. Yeah, he wanted to know, too. He, yeah, he, he really, yeah. <laughs> and uh, MGF didn't like it. MGF was, uh, he was sending a little bit of accusation his way, and and he, you know, he he raised up, too, and he said, let me ask you, Chris, because what haven't I done? I've, I've gotten presents, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, the jackets, and 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 great TV and and gave you the he best said the segment. best segment of his career and in wrestling and in wrestling <laughs> history you know obviously popped the numbers you know we're he not gonna take that did. away from him and, you know we, we said we enjoyed it I know not everyone will but Jericho let him know quick fast in a hurry the only thing you haven't done is beat me but mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do so and that is when. I got instantly more interested oh, bro. in full gear because I'm like, holy yeah. shit, are we about to get a one-on-one against these two? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. No. I mean, I think we know that it's something that would happen, but you're thinking eventual clash, power struggle, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, this early Split, in his career, faction, too. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, choosing side. That's what you're thinking. You didn't even think like, oh, this is going to be a prerequisite to make the squad wow that's interesting no that is a different that that is definitely that's almost like john Cena. if you lose you gotta join nexus but it's the oh, opposite you know what oh i mean yeah, and, that, and that i'm sorry the way they booked that was horrible but I, i'm aware i'm aware nexus sure but i still get to wear my hat though yeah <laughs> and i'm gonna beat up everyone on the squad fucking idiots uh so dumb <laughs> anyways uh but yeah he, he seemingly mdf he is up for the challenge. He accepts Jericho's proposal. Mm-hmm. Again, if MJF wins this singles match, he will be able to join the inner circle. 
But he, you know, not before he allowed, uh, you know, Christian on a secret that he's going to be doing, willing to do anything to win this match. No, which, no, 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 no. When he says anything, he really means Quincy. Anything. It, it, I ain't going to lie. I thought Jericho was going to have like a funny comeback about that. Yeah. Like, dude, why are y'all, can, can I get my personal space or something? <laughs> something. Yeah, no, they, they, that was, he, he was right not to play that. No. Yeah. No, no. I, yeah. It, it, like I said, like, it was, it's all about, how the, the the feeling that the moment gives you, and in yep. that moment, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I was I was like generally surprised. They dropped the bomb, and I'm like, "Yo, this is actually really interesting." But I loved the after developments where you had Ortiz finally speaking up because mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed during their back and forth, uh, Ortiz actually did the whole thing with his hands where he did like the bull and sh- like bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Which I love because it was subtle. But if you caught it, you caught it. But Ortiz cutting a promo on MJF, man. Yeah. I more mean, serious off the cut. Talk, and, and the yeah. thing is, you know, he talked about Santana being a little bit more on the fence. Yep. Talked about, no, it ain't just that easy peasy. There's still conversations that need to be had within the group. Me and Sammy don't fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Straight up. And, and then, we did see Sammy. Uh, he was also part of that early on uh, promo or that interview backstage. He kind of interview crashed the interview for MJF. I forgot about Wardlow. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I thought that was a very interesting face to face as well. You know what I mean? Because he was like, what's wrong, kiddo? And I was like, man, this dude is probably Besides the fact that my jacket doesn't Um, freaking fit. Right, man. (laughs) But, you know, uh, they did challenge MJF and Wardlow to a match. Mm -hmm. Uh, Surprisingly, he said Ortiz and Sammy. Yeah. Um, Which, again, I love seeing those three three guys together. I do. Uh, The third being Santana. Yep. Uh, But Santana's rocking the jacket, so obviously he's about... (laughs) <laughs> he ain't gonna say no to gifts. Yeah, no, no you know what I mean. Uh, but so yeah, announced for next week along with a lot of a lot of other match announcements. We do have MJF and Wardlow in a tag team match against Sammy G and Ortiz, to which he says you may ain't gonna even gonna make the pay per view. So definitely, the best. definitely uh, was digging the again just the the storyline developments in this. But you know, from here we get our first championship match of the night. It is. Cody taking on Orange Cassidy, defending his TNT championship in a lumberjack match. And man, I do have some notes for this <laughs> because this got clunky in a hurry. And it was just, I don't know. There was some that, stuff. I think that's what's what's hard about this match. I'm going to let you rock. Is that there were so many good parts that then instantly kind of got anchored down by like other ah, things that yeah. didn't. That like, I was you like, just wish you could pick it, you can customize the final result. You know what I mean? But, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's ain't the WWE universe as far as 2K. You no. Know? <laughs> but we can we can, uh, we can can only hope and dream. But early crossroads attempt and followed by an early uh, mousetrap pin attempt from Cassidy. Uh, we did get Cassidy feigning the pocket spot. Didn't really get the spot in this match, to be honest. Yeah. Before he goes straight into his technical wrestling prowess. Uh, obviously, you know, they can't have that without them commenting on his Lucha Libre. Yeah. Uh, uh, training <laughs> as they always not, do yeah. on commentary but uh you know cody eventually arm wrenches cassidy and whips him into the corner targeting his leg early uh dark order already uh trying to get involved as they try to grab cody's leg distracting him for a minute before uh falling victim to a backslide attempt from cassidy uh for uh i think only a one or two uh, then we got again cody hitting the push-up spot what i love is you got Arn saying, get serious now. Yeah, audibly. Get serious now. Yeah, it's it's not just JR penciling it in on commentary. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, which, you know, yeah, because you say, I, I'm, well, I saw the face that Arn made at Cody right now. And then, you know, mm-hmm. followed by that. Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is what I didn't like. 
We didn't need the stupid best friend tug spot on the outside. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. They, like, got, it and, out, and they got it done early, but still, yeah. It just, it, it's, the match is not about them. Yeah, no. It, not at all. You know? Yeah. And, 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 and mm. yeah, I, I know, I normally enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for this match, it just didn't make sense. It didn't have a place. It didn't really, it didn't have a place. And then, I don't know, but uh, you got Cody who uh, continues on the attack with the leg, uh, with the dragon screw to the ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Cody gets pushed off the apron, get caught, uh, and gets caught kind of body surfing style by the best friends, who just drop him on the floor. Yeah, because what happened was they they caught Orange right before, then pushed him back up, and then when it happened to Cody, that's that's why they did that. But that's what I I don't like. It's like, bro, I get that that's your homie, but. And I get that you guys are lumberjacks, but yeah. come on. Like, because at one point there's like a blatant, like. I was just about to bring yeah. it up, you know, because uh, Cody, Cody from there gets in Chuck and Trent's face before falling victim to a cheap shot from Trent. And I'm yeah. just like, so what? Is, and, 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 you know, this match gets pretty cheap shot. Hey, real heavy. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it does. you know, and, and it kind of, I don't know, it just, it warped the. Uh, the competitive nature of it for me, again, you know, I wasn't a fan of them two going against each other again to begin with, but if that's what you were going to stretch it out for another week for and have this, I don't know. Anyways, uh, mm. <laughs> and, and also I made a note, why did QT and Dustin not get involved? I do not understand. Like, yeah, like at this point you, when you they see, see them. see Dustin at one point <laughs> help Cody do his feet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but other than that, it's like, like, yo, you just saw this dude punch your brother. You ain't mm-hmm. going to attack this fan? Like, yeah. Yeah, at least take him out so they don't get further involved in the match. Yeah. But, you know, obviously they're – you know, directly related to the uh, the competitor who's trying to, you know, take the title from your brother. But mm-hmm. I digress, man. Uh, we did get a uh, – let me see. Oh, oh, he did get the Tilt-A-Roll DDT. Sorry, mm-hmm. I got lost yes. here. Mm-hmm. Got the Tilt-A-Roll DDT spot and tries to follow up with that sheer drop splash, but Cody did get the, the knees up uh, before both men ended up spilling to the outside following a big clothesline. And then during the break – uh, Cody is still working on the leg of Cassidy, uh, which obviously smart. That's how you buy time. You're not going to put too mm-hmm. much of your bigger spots during the picture in picture. But um, uh, Cody then gets backdropped to the outside, uh, you know, towards the side of the ring where the Dark Order is, and uh, immediately gets jumped by the Dark Order. Before uh, you got Orange, who then comes in and kind of fights them off, but then he gets jumped by TH2 mm-hmm. for his trouble. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, and then as soon as I saw everyone coming to that, that side of the ring, I'm like, oh, okay, we're going for that. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember who did it first. War Games. I was, I thought, I was going to say it was Adam Cole and, and uh, Roddy, I believe. That's that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, we got Cody and Orange with a superplex to the outside to land on all the, the Lumberjacks. I'm sorry, almost all the Lumberjacks because I visibly saw. <laughs> Be uh, a badass Billy Gunn. I was gonna like, say Gun Club got me. out of got out of dodge. I ain't, I ain't taking that. Dustin too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> it's just I don't know. All those young guys out there, they don't need us. Like, it was like, oh, <laughs> like, like, like. Uh, what's his name? Garrison. He was just like, hell yeah, I want to spot. Okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need to get the Cody Cutter for a near fall, mm-hmm. uh, and then we had Cassidy who starts fighting back with some moves of his own. Uh, stringing together the the stun dog millionaire, uh, yep. followed by the diving DDT flush and the beach break for another near fall, mm-hmm. which I was surprised. I was yeah. like thinking that was it. Yeah. Um. Then Dark Order running some interference as Silver hits the ring and hits a pump kick on Orange. Follow, you know, he's yeah, flexing he, on him. He looked like he was lining up for the Orange Punch. Yeah. When, when this happened. Yeah. Very yeah. true. Very true. Uh. At the, I don't know. It was just. 
It was crazy. Silver, so, Silver's got a new shirt too, by the way. Awesome. It's silver that's is gold. Four. That's four yeah, to you. Four. I'm sorry. <laughs> it says silver is gold, and I'm like, God, that's that's kind of good. I'm surprised they don't have the Johnny's Hungry shirt on. Yeah, yet. I'm, it's come. It's got to be coming with the hands <laughs> out. It's got to, man. Or or, or that Fartlander shirt. That's a, that's a insider. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, but yeah, we did the, the pump kick on Orange Cassidy, who then gets hit with a cheap shot from the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Yeah. Man. Don't know if Cody saw it. So, uh, in kayfabe, he did not, but if you're looking at Cody, he's looking for his cue. Uh, so, if you watch him long enough, you know he knows, but for cue purposes. But yeah, now, for yeah. storyline purposes, he did not see it, no. But uh, this follows up with the uh, crossroads for the win, one, two, three. But mm-hmm. then another brawl ensues after, <laughs> after the match between the Lumberjacks for whatever reason as they uh, keep showing shots of Darby Allen in the crowd. Uh, hyping up his upcoming TNT Championship match against Cody Rhodes at uh, Full Gear, and I mean, I, again, I know we're not doing predictions, but I, I, I think Darby's going to take it. I think so too, because he, he, he's been, he deserves it. Yeah, I'm he's sorry. been on ice for a couple of weeks now. Um, I thought maybe he was going to team up with Hobbs to take on Team Taz, but he's just been staying in the Raptors, a la you know Sting. I mean, see, you know, but that's the thing. The it's day. funny. It's not even. It's it's not the Raptors. It's just the upper deck. Because <laughs> <laughs> if he if it was the Raptors, they would show him up yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, for real. Just chilling. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be the upper room, hundred yeah. percent. They're trying to make it seem like it's a it's a crow's nest. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> by the way, what? I mean, yeah, I'll talk about that. <laughs> off can off, off mic, off mic. Yeah. But um, uh, from here, we did get a very short squash match. Sean Spears beating VSK very easily with just one move, the mm-hmm. C4. I laughed um, out loud when I saw this. <laughs> and when I saw him, when I was like, oh, he's going to struggle out. Oh, no, he's not. Yeah, as soon okay. as he started running, I was like, wow, this is happening. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm not mad. Um, you know, then they they they, they further the storyline. Uh, currently with Scorpio Sky, who was at ringside dressed up like a bull. Yeah, who's like throwing candy in the ring, and you know he pulls him over the the, the guardrail, not knowing it's Scorpio Sky. Everyone had to uh, point out how he was being trolled so hard by this bull, and it was like I, I guess I saw people like I saw things being thrown in the ring, but I didn't realize like what it was, what the yeah. whole thing was, and I was just like, oh okay, cool. Like, and at the same time, I was like, but why a bull though? Yeah. But why a bull? I, I couldn't. I I couldn't tell you. But you know, uh, Scorpio Sky with the comeuppance hits uh, your boy, uh, Sean Spears with the TKO before mm-hmm. he had a chance to load the glove, uh, or at least uh, capitalize on the loaded glove. Mm-hmm. Um, as Tully <laughs> Tully even he's like, "Yo, bruh, it ain't just a bull. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it's a scorpion. No, yeah. <laughs> retreat." Uh, from here, before we get into the main event, we did get a little bit more uh, match updates uh, going into full gear. Um, in the buy-in, we got Orange Cassidy taking on four, a.k.a. John Silver. Johnny Hungy. Who is gold, baby. <laughs> uh, we did get, uh, again, you know, earlier in the in the, the night, or we, we, we talked about it earlier, Hikaru Shida threw down the gauntlet, so to speak, or I guess the challenger made it official yeah, or Yeah, because apparently Nyla said she's been the number one contender for weeks and it refuses to wrestle unless it's a title match. Well, this Which is, is like not being well presented. Not at all because this, at all, this, especially this, with Vicky as your manager. Like we've seen uh, no payoff from you revealing that no. before the tournament, the tag tournament or whatever that was. And oh, it's yeah, like, the deadly draw. And it's like if you've been doing it, then I'd be like, oh, I think Nyla's going to take it. But the, <laughs> but other, thing is, the other thing is it's like why would you say that to, to Hikaru and not Tony, who's the guy who makes the matches? Exactly. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that that's just what didn't – I'm like, why wouldn't you just show a – a shot of you know walking up to him in production. 
I'm saying you know what I'm saying? She, if you say the Sheeta, it just sounds like you've been lazy. Because then, then Sheeta could have just walked up with the with the kendo stick, you know yeah. what I mean? To help Tony with a little bit of coverage there. And, yeah, yeah. You know, back her down. It's and, and, on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Seriously. Yes. That's full gear. It's on. <laughs> Are you available to write? Start now. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, but again, you know, we got Orange Cassidy, John Silver, the buy-in. Then we got Hikaru Shida taking on Nyla Rose for the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, Cody versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. And then we have Jericho versus MJF. Again, it was uh, made official earlier in the night. Uh, winner will, you know, I don't know what happened. I guess it's just for the opportunity to join yeah. Inner Circle, right? Mm. Uh, we did also get some updates on uh, Dynamite for next week with Jericho being uh, uh, advertised for commentary. Uh, as well as Scorpio Sky versus Spears being advertised as the main event, which I think that's a great spot for them. Yeah. I'm hoping that uh, – I know they both will deliver. I just hope the IWC – Wait, that's being as the main event? That's what I thought oh, I heard. Okay. Yeah. I know we got the face-to-face too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have, yeah. yeah who, who The face-to-face, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we also have uh, Cody and the Gun Club, who I guess are friends now. Well, they uh, they were beaten down. I guess they got into some sort of scuffle with Dark Order. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and yeah. they fought him off, and it was like, "Oh, Cody's amazed by the Gun Club." And I'm like, "I, I guess I, if that's what if that's that, what that was, yeah, it, it yeah, seemed exactly. more like he was uh, more he just like." Darby, you're just really gonna stay there? <laughs> yeah, seriously. But yeah, Cody, uh, Cody and the Gun Club will be taking on the Dark Order, uh, and then also again, you know, they advertise Sammy G and Ortiz uh, taking on Wardlow and MJF. Uh, but you know what? Miro versus Trent as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one on one. Because I was thinking, I'm like, why wouldn't they make that official? I mean, they had a little uh, segment as well. It wasn't anything to write uh, home yeah, about. I don't think so. Yeah. But I will say, hey, yo, Miro. Looking Jack, my G. Yeah, for <laughs> real. He's looking good. Looking Jack, my G. But I thought, <laughs> did anyone not say anything about Penelope dressed up as Orange Cassidy, by the way, while, while delivering? Yeah, that? I know. It seems like that's not getting over as much as they thought it would. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. But uh, Kip was great. Yeah. Um, and, I, and to note, too, I believe it's 10 uh, Cabana and John Silver are going to be the members of Dark Order. Ah, okay. That I, challenge. I was wondering. Uh, is, was it, it is it not? Co- s- Cody and Club or Gun Club? I'm surprised it's not Reynolds, ain't it? Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on with Reynolds, but eh, he's the hair know. guy. Well, I mean, you know, he, he's not only a history buff, but he's uh, he likes buff history as well. Yes. Another insider. Uh, <laughs> but we did get the final match of the night, which is also the uh, the final semifinal match for the AEW Eliminator Tournament. It was Kenny Omega versus Pentagon El Zero. Oh, hell yeah, it was. Oh, man. Uh, first of all, one thing I noticed that, that I thought I thought Phoenix was going to cost him the, the match. Wow. Because if you notice in, in, during his entrance, Penta visibly is dissing him. Like, Penta goes for a, 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 like a high five, and he just grabs his hand and just puts it down. Hmm. And I was like, what was that about? Like, bro, you wouldn't even have this. Like, he beat you fair and square. You wouldn't even have this opportunity wow. had he not just gave it to you. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I would thought it was really weird. And then, obviously, more of it, you know, kind of poured on as we got a little bit more antics from uh, Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Um, worth noting that, uh, you know. Another long uh, announced entrance this time with the Dapper Yapper. Yeah, I didn't uh, write it down. Sorry. Oh no, no, the only <laughs> one I got that that the only one that that, that makes sense to, to even to even repeat. Mm. He has an old high school buddy who currently resides in North Carolina. I don't know what it is with the North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, I'm not I, too I, sure. I don't know. Uh, I did. I did note that the sweeper dancers are back. Uh, I noticed Kenny talking a lot of smack into the camera during his entrance this time. Yeah, he was. Um, has a shirt on. Just he's wrestling with the shirt on. For quite some time, and I'm like, oh, either he's just saying, oh, this is nothing. Like I'm, and just, and and he was hiding that belt he was wearing. I was gonna bring that up, and right. you know, he, he he still with the shirt on, and then he reveals, oh, is it the Mega Championship? Yes, the the, uh, the Triple R, Triple R, Triple R. 
<laughs> uh, that he won by beating Phoenix as he kind of teases and, teases and taunts both Phoenix, uh, you know, and, and Pentagon. Uh, Phoenix, who's at ringside, um, and, and again, this is where I was like, "Dude, Phoenix is gonna get mad and cost him the, the title on accident." Oh, or I, you I know see. what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, or the chance for the championship, you know, to move on to the finals or something. But uh, from here, we had uh, Omega pretty much challenging Penta to a chop off. Why would you do that? I have no idea. No idea. Um, to which you know he baits in Penta, which I thought was great. You know, he goes for the whole, you know, I'm taking off the glove. He intercepts the glove mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, ends up slapping him in the face, uh, you know, almost challenge him to a duel and then tells him, dude, if you're going to slap me, slap me. But, of course, uh, we got Kenny Knight really giving him a chance because he instead kicks him and starts landing multiple vicious stomps on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pentagon Zero with a backstabber followed by a uh, tope con hilo. Mm-hmm. Or Looked like he tweaked his leg on the way down too. See, that was I was watching how he landed, and I don't know how, but yeah, they were definitely selling. I think it was his that. dismount when he jumped. I think he ah, he might have. Uh, I could see that, yeah, because yeah, you're yeah, because he didn't. I'll be honest, his you're body hoisting didn't, your yeah, you're hoisting your entire weight. Yeah, and his body way, yeah. didn't look ready to jump into that, in my opinion, because I was like, oh, okay, I forgot you do that. Like I, you know, what I mean, I thought it was about to be a counter. Like so. no lie, I mean, I, we've we've heard Conan kind of going on on the fact that he doesn't really work out as much anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot so. Or even what's his name too? Uh, 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 Vampiro. Yep. Uh, anyways, I digress. Uh, Penta continues to control the match on the outside, uh, laying in kicks as they battle all over the guardrail. Uh, this is uh, during the picture in picture. Uh, at one point, and this this is where I was getting kind of mad. Kenny slides. You know, the, the, they they go over the guardrail, and there's like a cooler on the other side of the guardrail, and he slides the cooler into Penta's leg, and then he slams his face into it, and then hits a DDT on top of it. Hmm. Right. And I'm like, yo, the ref. Yeah. Foreign objects. Like, yo, like I get, you know, trying to allow certain things to get to an undisputed winner with how high the stakes are that are on the line in this tournament. But God damn, let's just throw out the rule book. It's tough because it's like and they've done this before. It's a fine line between you utilizing your environment versus like breaking the rules straight up. Yeah. Like it's weird. Yeah. Um. At this point, both men uh, are back in the ring. Omega hits a big Hurricane Rana, one of his uh, go-to moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, follows up with the Terminator Cun Hilo. Like mm-hmm. that, yeah, like that. Uh, Omega playing too much to the crowd and eats a roundhouse kick to the face for to his troubles. Mush. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Penta capitalizes with a crossbody to the outside. A thick-ass crossbody to the outside. It definitely was. It was almost uh, Orange Cassidy yeah, slow. Yeah, it really like. was. Like, I don't think you took the right bump on that, Kenny. Man, uh, yeah, I, was, I think you were supposed to kind of like give him the, yeah, the, the like flat was, back. But. Yeah, he jumped like it was a double axe coming down. He was just like, oh, oh it's that's you. Oh, that's all. That's all. Yeah, uh, man. You, you got all that. Uh, Penta misses the, the diving stomp attempt, but then counters Omega's V trigger with a pump kick and follows with a springboard sling blade. Mm-hmm. Love when he pulls Love that down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had to note that you got JR calling Omega the big bout machine instead of the best bout machine, but mm. whatever. Uh, Omega caught up in the corner as Penta hits the diving stomp finally. Uh, Omega fights back with two snap dragons back to back, tries for the third, but Penta puts on the brakes before uh, Omega hits a big knee, followed by a power bomb. And it's weird because I could have swore the that power they called bomb. it. Yeah, it was a sit out, right? Yeah. No, it was almost like a pinning one. Oh, but yeah. He and he rolled put, him. Yeah. Kind of like what Riddle does. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, followed by a power bomb, hits a short running knee for a close fall. It is weird because I could have swore they called. Uh, for the V trigger, but I was like, that wasn't the V trigger. Yeah, they. I feel um, like any knee that comes from Kenny's. Yeah, it's just R- automatic. <laughs> yeah, repertoire. It's like to you, it's a jumping V-tri- knee. V trigger, V trigger. Yeah. To you, it's a shining wizard. But to me, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like a backstabber. V trigger, V trigger. 
I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with the knee. Oh, it's, it's, it's lung it's blower. A, oh, feature. Knee breaker. Oh shit. Oh, gut buster. Feature. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, but uh, Omega does hit a big V trigger. Um, attempts the uh, the OWA, the one wing mm-hmm. angel here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Penta fights out before falling victim to another V trigger in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omega tries to set up Penta for an avalanche one wing angel, but Penta counters and hits a Mexican destroyer off. The, the turnbuckle onto the stage, yep. which was the great, great spot. Uh, throws Omega back in the ring, follows up with a package power driver, parentheses, got all of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and end parentheses, uh, for another near fall. Uh, tries for the pump handle driver, but, get hits, but gets hit with another Penta, V-trigger. Yeah, Pentagon driver, yeah. Is that what he calls it? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, no, I know. No, I know. Or, I don't know, because now I'm wondering if... Yeah, because I for, I forgot he used to call the package pile driver a different name. I can't even remember it now. Fear Factor. There we go. Yeah. Oh no, Fear Factor is when he, I don't know. Is that the double team one? I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's it's like the stomp with. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, Omega again tries for the one wing angel with Penna counters with the sacrifice arm breaker. That was a sick counter. Yes, it was. As soon as he 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 hooked his arm, I said, "Oh, that was dope." Yeah, that he, was dope. Yeah, he he played it really well. Uh, you probably didn't have a choice in the matter because he's like, Penna, you're fucking f- suck. Yeah. I'm all right. I'm on my knees. All right, fuck. <laughs> all right, I'm already on the. <laughs> well, everyone knew it was really Jericho anyway. It's really, it just, just really... a repeat of all in. Guys. Actually, it could have been Chris Christopher <laughs> Daniels. You never know. Ah, very true. Very true. <laughs> uh, then we did get Penna again uh, going for a springboard sling blade that proved to be his mistake as he jumps right into a knee strike, uh, followed up by the one winged angel for the win. Moving on to the finals, Kenny Omega taking on Hangman Page full gear. Yeah. It's on, brother. It's coming. It's on like Donkey Kong. It is, though. And I just feel like Vicky Vandenkort, because we told y'all that it's going <laughs> to be in the finals. So, But I, I can't wait for next week to see uh, how they pour on uh, the go-home uh, sauce a little bit to really get this uh, meal ready for us next Saturday. So, But, uh, yeah, no, it wasn't a bad episode. I mean, they've been doing good with just heightening the stakes on this card and Full Gear was like, eh, before the show started, like in terms yeah. of like, I know who's who's going, but like, I'm not sure if I'm excited yet, but I agree with you. That Jericho MJF segment, one of the best of the night, really great way to uh, heighten that card, man. Like like I said, there's uh, I probably would have done something different with the Hikaroshida situation. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't mad that Mero got some screen time. It's been a while. Uh, but overall, you know, one thing I've noticed, and we, we talked about this before, it didn't seem like they're trying to squeeze a whole lot into those two hours. Like, you know, they try to... Squeeze everything into those two hours, yeah. you know what I mean, where it feels like a lot, but I feel like they did yeah, a, instead uh, of giving something more time to to really resonate, yeah. it feels rushed. Like we got we're on time cues, we're on time cues, yeah. like for sure, you know what I mean? But I what I'll say too is um I'm curious because there was a ad that ran celebrating you know, or basically for full gear for AEW, and it was talking about how so many faces have come and crossed the line and made a statement and like it was really weird because, like, Miro was like, who's going to be next, you know what I mean, to make a statement, you know? And, and it was like, oh, is this a, is this a coup? Are we going to have, like, a big, a new big signing debuting maybe at Full Gear? I don't know. But that had me a little curious as well. I mean, but. I, it's funny because it could be something as simple as, like, maybe Miro gets involved in, yeah. the, in the title match or makes his uh, – his title uh, aspirations known. Hey, maybe he turns on Kip next week and we actually have something for him, huh? Something. <laughs> we we need we need something. Yeah, I, it's weird. I guess I think it's just weird to see uh, Miro not get 
the shine he needed, and then he's like kind of shoehorned as a tag team guy right now. So it's 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 a little weird. Yeah, I think we know that's a slow burn situation. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that was uh dynamite. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna kick it over to you, my friend. Oh yeah, you right now, man. Across the other side of those uh, battle lines that have been drawn, it's the other gold brand, uh, NXT. And we, uh, like you said earlier, we had Halloween Havoc. Uh, it was quite the event. Um, I'm gonna just run down uh, how it went. We did kick it off. Johnny Gargano facing and challenging Damian Priest, who was the uh, reigning NXT North American uh, champion. This was uh, really interesting because, again, they didn't know what the stipulation was going to be. So right out the, the gate, you had uh, Shotzi up there on the on the uh, stage, which the setting I thought looked pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, she was dressed as the female, I believe, creature in the from the Black Lagoon. I would see. I, I was, believe is I what kept it was. thinking. I was like, is she like a mix of uh, Frankenstein's bride and Frankenstein's monster? That might have been it too, because I know she had some she had some goggles on. Like maybe she was the maybe it's it was a female. Uh, you know, Doctor Frankenstein. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Possibly, especially with her being the genius that have to spin the wheel to create these yeah. monster esque uh, stipulations. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, one thing that I thought was hilarious is I saw someone in the crowd with a Sin Cara mask on. I don't know why they would let that on TV. <laughs> I, I, I guess it's WWE, you know, yeah, licensed. So, but it's still I'm like the, the guy already moved on. Like let him, let him be. You yeah, know? seriously, seriously. Um, but but uh, this yeah. match, we do get to spin the wheel, make a deal, stipulation. First one chosen for the night, Devils Playground match, which just to save you guys the, the trouble is a false count anywhere match. It, it was described as no count outs, no DQ, false count anywhere, anything goes. And like we said, that's exactly. The same confines. Show a, me a false count anywhere match where someone won via DQ. It, it, that, thank you. That doesn't even make any sense if you can go anywhere you want. But uh, yeah, I'm going to get right into the action here. We got a really cool uh, look from Priest who uh, he did a stinger splash early on with the gloves on. If you notice that kind yes, of thing, Hobbit's a sting. Yes, sir. Uh, we did get a, a tease of the finish from last time where you got the slingshot spear being countered into an attempted ro- rope hung style reckoning from. Uh, Priest, but Gargano's able to slip out. He starts working away at Priest's leg. Um, and it, they start finding the hardware, you know, pretty quickly. Gargano finds a kendo stick, but Priest finds the equalizer in his nightstick, which I really liked. And uh, we get into picture in picture. One point, you see Priest pick up Johnny, like spine buster style, and just slam him hard into the plexiglass. Uh, we get a cannonball senton from Johnny off the stage, and then he nails uh, some kendo sh- uh, stick shots to uh, Priest as well. And then he goes to attempt a rope grip enziguri on the apron, but uh, Priest is able to block it by blasting Johnny's leg with the nightstick. Yeah, I and thought then, that was really cool. Right? Yeah. And then he goozles him on, off the Ooh. apron, lifts him off the apron into the ring, and hits a thunderous south of heaven for two. It was a shame I, that it was only a two kick. Dude, I thought it, I thought he was going for just a a choke slam on the apron. Yeah, seriously. But when he carried him, I was like, oh, this is like the giant from NWO Revenge right here. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, that, Yo. that's, you're right. You're right. That, yeah, straight up. But uh, from there, uh, Gargano does counter a chokeslam attempt onto the plexiglass and hits a reverse STO onto it instead. And then he follows with a sliced bread right onto the still steps on the outside for two, which I thought was dope as well. At uh, one point, Priest does nail Gargano with a broken arrow onto the announce table, and it looks like it breaks a monitor shoot 
for real, like in the yeah. process, because yeah. it was right on top of the panel. They didn't remove the panel. So, ah, uh, um, okay, that makes yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, you see the they they start brawling near the stage. I I got to laugh out of this. You know, Gargano's looking around <laughs> for stuff. He opens a <laughs> coffin and he gets spooked by a skeleton. What are you doing? And he just super kicks his head off. And then they start working towards the back. You kind of hear the referee give him the uh, picture and picture cue at that point, which I you know I thought I heard him say two minutes, and I was like. This thing about to be done right now, and it definitely was not. Um, once he gets to the back, Organo, he you know he's got a fire extinguisher, a garbage can. He's ramming Priest into the uh, the roll up door that's back there. He's in him with an equipment case. They get back to the ring, or they're heading back to the ring, and he finds a crowbar. And Johnny just nails him in the ribs and uh, locks in a crowbar assister Gargano escape, which I was just like that. I mean, visually looked painful. I mean, we've seen him do it with Tommaso in the past with the knee brace. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But, this no, was but a gnarly. crowbar this is was gnarly. Just, yeah, way just, just ah man, I can, unprotected the steel hard in your angle. face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Priest does almost tap out, but he's able to pick him up into a snake eyes right into the plexiglass. Uh, we do see a thunderous big boot from Priest that sends Gargano straight through a set wall, which was pretty impressive, even though he's a small guy. Uh, they start fighting up near the wheel, uh, the, the wheel that uh, Shotzi was spinning earlier, and Priest looks like he goes for the razor's edge, but Gargano is able to counter. He hits a super kick, uh, and then he starts just wailing on Priest with a garbage can, uh, calls the wheel stupid, and mocks the, uh, the the shooting arrow taunt from from Priest, but then Priest nails him with the uh, jumping roundhouse kick. Looks like he's got it in the bag. He signals for the reckoning, and then Ghostface, the killer, well, not the real killer. You know, but, slash, but, gash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, that very same one. That yes. very same one. Uh, so a figure dressed as Ghostface from Scream comes out of nowhere, attacks him from behind with a steel pipe, Johnny kind of takes advantage, snaps off this will-assisted tornado DDT on the stage, and he kind of shares this like weird stare down with Ghostface, I'll call him. And, and he looks spooked until Ghostface walks off and comes back with, I call a prop tombstone. Beth would call a cement tombstone. That's what pissed because I was like, "Come on, man! It's not yeah. gonna break apart like like it's freaking like no. It's not. You could have said it was clay or something. Or I don't I don't know, dude. Yeah, like I, you could have said plaster. Yes. You really could have said that, but yeah. they, but they said cement, which doesn't make sense. But smashes it over Priest's head, sending him flying right off the stage into the set. Gargano makes the pin and wins the North American title for the second time in his career. Yeah, so. the fir- a first time, two time. Yeah, and I, I remembered. Uh, I guess there's more for Johnny to to do. Yeah, and <laughs> I, mean, I, I totally forgot who he took it from, and it was Ricochet. Yeah, I remember Velveteen was when I took it from Johnny. I remember there was a short window, and I just remembered the other day. But yeah, so that was uh, that was a good way to open. Uh, like we said, Gargano is the new NXT North American Champ. Uh, as we uh, roll on, we did get a return on this episode, uh, and it comes in the form of a. Uh, a lot of things going on. We get a promo from this new threesome in uh, the Brit Brawlers and Pat Mack. Uh, they come out. I mean, Pat grabs the mic, of course. He's the talker. He claimed he was, his, hey, he was good. Yeah, yeah. It, definitely. I mean, he's talking about how his takeover debut against Cole, you know, became maybe the greatest debut in the business. Complains Cole didn't come to him, like, as a man to show any sign of respect or anything. Uh, and then he admits to <laughs> he's, He flexed over me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just flexed on him, you know. But uh, does admit that he uh, did employ Rich Holland to take out Adam Cole in exchange for a car uh, says he did not count on Ridge getting injured though uh, and I guess in his words try to recruit the guys who took out his guy 
Uh, but even explains that they refused at first, claiming they can't be bought, but then they came right back not too much longer, wanting to talk business. Uh, basically, he's about to pass the mic to Brit Am when uh, UE's music hits, and Kyle comes out looking filled with piss and vinegar, in my opinion. Yeah, no lie. When I saw the pictures of this, I told you this got spoiled for me. I thought it was Adam Cole. I didn't realize it was Kyle. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when I saw that it was Kyle, I'm like, dude, I'm loving this. Yeah, oh, definitely. Because I heard they're trying to push him as a big baby face right yeah, now. Yeah, I hear him and Cole are like the going to be the baby faces of UE, and they're like, trying to figure out what's going on with Roddy, the, thing, like the Cole, Rod and Bob Express. There Cole, go. like the only time he was a good face was against Pat. Yeah, and and obviously which was their experience. This is obviously, you know, you know when, when you talk about the, the new alignment here, this is obviously, you know, le- leaning towards a – Survivor Series style type of matchup between the four. Oh, I didn't the, even, the yeah, teams, I didn't even right? think about that. Or I, I could also see it leading to uh, War Games. Oh yeah, you're right. November. No, yeah, man, absolutely. Oh, Pat, don't tell me Pat Max gonna be. I, in I, fucking I think working. about it. He's probably gonna do that flip off the top. I hate that I said that. I'm talking to existence. <sighs> I'm gonna get back to this, and, and <laughs> to really, this promo. And I really hope that's gonna scare him away, like like Gronk seeing Vince McMahon jumping from a 15 uh, foot. Yeah, which drop is which is great. Just, oh, actually, I'm done. I'm, I'm going good. back to football uh, now. Yeah. Kyle, uh, he does enter though. Uh, like we said, the UE music hits. He comes out. He's he's got swagged he's, he, up. He's walking with 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 a with a with on a hundred. You know what I mean? Yes. He hits the apron, about to enter, and then Pete Dunn's music hits, which this really like threw me because I was like, I don't think I've heard that music in a long ass time. And I just saw Yo, his, big, his strong image. boy, bro, looking well, ripped. I, well, I, I I to me, I remember him being on a uh, promo. Uh, his image being on a promo for NXT UK when they were yeah. saying, hey, it's back on. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, you're going back across the pond. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't expect to see him. He does show up. He's, he's carrying two steel, uh, steel chairs in hand. Uh, he basically stares a hole through Brit Am and Pat as he gets closer to the ring. He jumps on the apron, hands a steel chair to Kyle, and then as soon as they chase off the heels, quote unquote, Dunn just nails Kyle in the back with a chair shot. You know, and it was really out of nowhere. Uh, he turns heel and joins Brit Ambrawlers and Pat Mack. Uh, Dunn just starts pummeling him. You see, like, the surfboard stomps that we've seen him do. Uh, he, you know, he's stomping on Kyle's face. Even stomps Kyle's arm the way he used to do. Uh, Brit Am, they hit their drilling DDT onto a steel chair, which was, whew, very, I mean, just, just if it wasn't shoot, that was as close as you are going to get for yeah, sure see, with the, that move. Where you thought he was going to land is not where it's no, landed. No, not at all. But uh, basically it ends with him declaring his stable the new kings of the brand and you know, says to Cauliflower Kyle that it's undisputed. <laughs> I gave him know? that one. I gave him the Cauliflower Kyle. And I love what he said that, you know, my T's and P's go out to you, which is, you know, uh, that, that's, uh, uh, I'm sorry, thoughts and prayers. Oh, that's yeah. what that was. I was yeah. just like, hmm. Um, the one thing I did, I was thinking, I'm like, but why would he come out to help Kyle? Like, I mean, like him, Kyle teamed up with Adam Cole the night that, that Roddy, you know, turned his back on him. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's probably what this is about. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, some of the things I can go on, I'm not going to go too much in depth is we did see Santos take on, uh, Escobar go against Jake Atlas. Um, basically this match would end where LDF got involved. I believe, uh, ref gets distracted, manipulated Lucha mask by Roll Mendoza. Boom. He gets hit with this butterfly face buster for the win. Um, but I really want to talk about this haunted house of terrors <laughs> match. 
Um, and I can't get into it without kind of entering it the right way. At one point in the, in the night, we do camera. Uh, we have Cameron Grimes in the back, William Regal, and he's, you know, Regal's telling Grimes, "Hey, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be in the parking lot. There's a van coming to pick you up and take you to to your match." And Grimes tries to convince Regal to make the match a regular, you know, in a regular wrestling ring, you know, and, and just no dice, you know. Um, this gets revisited a little later is as he doesn't look like he wants to step outside. He even pleads to take a forfeit for the night, and Regal still refuses. Uh, uh, then he tries to convince Regal to escort him outside, and he does not do that. Um, really good, fun moment here. You know, we see yeah. a van pull up. We see, a, I do, guess, an Uber do, driver do. that looks like a, a zombie, you know. And then the door opens, and who is it? Just like you said, sir. Doot, doot, doot. P.S. Michael Hayes. Bad Street. Now, what I'll say is his audio was no, hard I, to listen to because that was, song was Yeah, that too song loud. was too loud. And that was the thing. I was thinking, I was like, because even Cameron, too. And I was like, I really wanted to hear what he was saying to him. Yeah, and def- I was like, definitely. I get y'all are trying to pay off, you know, this this uh, licensing for the Marilyn Manson song. But, I mean. Yeah, that's how it seemed, right? I did love how he gave the knaves. It's called ducking, to- guys. It's called ducking. Go ahead. Yeah. But he does give the knaves to the Uber driver, and then you know, reluctantly, Cameron does hop. You're right. In. He did do. Damn. Hey, good, good look on that one. Yeah. I was, I saw, I noticed that, but I didn't even put it two and two together. I like a good knaves. Yeah, segment. just, just you know a good, I mean? just, just a good knaves. <laughs> but no, you're right, man. These they kick this off with a uh, really dope ass Marilyn Manson song. It kind of serves as the score to this theatrical match is what we now realize is going to be. Uh, as it starts off, Grimes is pretty spooked before Jazan. He's telling himself, just brush it off. He's looking for Loomis, but he's unaware that he's actually being stalked by him from a tree. Uh, Grimes basically seemingly takes a shot, to me, at the Young Bucks and possibly Heath. Um, there is a Bucks head mounted uh, on the wall. And when it nice scares try, him, he says, yeah. nice try, but I've seen bigger. That okay, and so I kind of took that as a young buck, you know. And then you see a <laughs> tricycle that has nobody on it ride by, and he says, "Hey, you got kids?" And I, so I couldn't tell. I was like, "Was that just to be funny, or you know, because or, or, I, I, I have compared those though them two before, yeah, on the show, definitely. but they they both got those southern. I, I, I can see where you got that because I was thinking, I'm like, because to be honest, this was really produced. The first half, anyways, I thought was was really the way that they produced it was pretty good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at one point, Loomis slowly does enter the room, uh, and this is after Grimes finds like a zombie referee in the corner. Uh, Loomis chokes Grimes against the wall until he wiggles free, and and, and he's able to smash Dexter into a nearby mirror. Uh, Grimes runs out of that room and tries to lock the door behind him, but Dexter smashes through like a beast. Yeah. Uh, Grimes then locks himself inside a bathroom, and uh, he thinks he's about to get with Dexter's quote-unquote sister, only to find a possessed woman in the shower, and he just <laughs> runs the hell out of there. Uh, at one point, Dexter does emerge through an open window. I thought this was a great uh, great little spot, and he locks in the silence on Grimes. Dude, that was a great, yeah. the way they he, shot that. Yeah, because yeah, he's locking it in and then climbs into the room. Dude, Which is it, crazy because you would think you would lock that in and pull someone out of yeah, a car no, or out of a window, you know? Like, it's crazy. But Loomis Loomis played his spot. Like, he was, like, he could low-key do movies. Yeah, I think so, you too. Know? Yeah, he's, he's, got, um, he's got the right it, poise Because him, he, it didn't come off cheesy. It came off real. Because that character, he really puts 100%. And so when you saw how they shot it, I was like... I want to know who they worked with because this looks like legit, like a like a horror film. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I thought it was really cool. It wasn't. It didn't come off like the uh, the one that that uh, Randy and and Bray did. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? See, to me, that's where they got the seeds for this, in my opinion, because at one point, um, you know, because th- th- there is a little bit more, you know, action. I guess. I mean, you got lizard people in the hallway. You got. 
Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, you got possessed women, then like her twin hopping on top of Grimes on, uh, from the fridge, you know, on top of his back and, and this whole thing. And, um, and, and I loved how he was able to run out and, 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 and he basically, he, I want to say he, he sees Loomis in the van and he's just like, no, <laughs> dude, <laughs> like, like from Friday, like, I, I you felt like this old man. I really no. felt like they should have let him curse. Yeah. Like the one time where you're like, Oh, <laughs> oh, and yeah, then like yeah. blanked it out. I, they they would have been worth yeah, it. But, and yeah, there's been times where they've done it, and then we do get it to be continued at this point. You know, and they got like the bloody writing or font on the screen. Uh, you know, then they go back. They see Grimes is running with that, that's just, where I had a problem on foot I, in the uh, streets. I was you like, know, we clearly see the spotlight on your lower hat. Like, why are you running in the streets? But your pants are lit up. I'm yeah, like, there's obviously. And like the rest of the street is dark, but you can see the lighting. You know yeah, what I mean? Exa- exactly. But whatever. But uh, he does finally reach the arena, and this is why you know I go back to the what I said, like the, the seeds from. I believe that was the House of Horrors match, right? Yeah, I believe so that's what. It, yeah, because oh, very that's, much in the same. They started a house. They come back haunted, to the arena. So why didn't they just call it the same? They started the Haunted House of Horrors. They called it the Haunted House of Terror. I don't know. I feel like they were trying Could've to like a Triple H. Like I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do. It seemed like they were trying to. Dial into the to the Simpsons like Treehouse of Horror. Like I didn't know what they were trying to do, <laughs> but uh, basically this is how this wraps up. I mean, Cameron Grimes finally gets to the arena. He gets he gets to a door. He hurries in. Uh, you see him like stumbling through the set, like almost like he's like he's tripping over himself in a graveyard because that's how the set looks. Uh, then he sees those two possessed women who somehow got there before him. They're in the cemetery part of the set, and Grimes is just pleading. They better stop. <laughs> I'm Cameron Grimes. Uh, you, you better stop. And, and then he slides in the ring and before backing right into Loomis who he had no idea would appear behind him and at this point I should say fog is rolling in it's, it's getting kind of visually it's nuts but it, it gets a little campy I'm not gonna lie we do yeah. see the clothesline bulldog combo big spine bust by Loomis uh, as the fog like I said does increase we see this possessed woman begin to advance on the ring but Grimes is able to hit a cave stomp <laughs> on a zombie out of nowhere I, I was like <laughs> is it okay because she's a zombie or we're not gonna talk about it yeah like, <laughs> it, it, it was crazy you know and then Loomis gorilla presses another female zombie onto Grimes and then he hits that sit out Uranagi before locking in the silence he doesn't even tap out he passes out beneath like the fog you know but I guess it's the victory and, and yeah. they write the end in bloody font at the end so uh, that, that was it was fun I will say like, like, yeah the like, character work like for me it was just the fact that they implemented the zombies again mm-hmm. live and it's like I mean it's one thing if you guys do it in the yeah, in I a didn't production think they were gonna do that you know what I mean and, and and no lie, remember what I said? I, I was like, I was like, you think that uh, Karen Cross might might come back? And then when I saw the smoke in the ring, I oh, thought, I, I thought I, for a second, I was like, oh okay, no, he, he ain't bald. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> never mind. For sure, I saw man. the tattoo. I was like, oh okay, never mind. But Dexter does win this uh, with the Haunted House of Terrors match. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, uh, you know, briefly the Rhea Ripley, Raquel Gonzalez. Rhea, uh, Ripley did go over. I liked a few spots in here. We did see. Um, you know, basically they, there's a lot of dueling. They're trying to suplex each other. There's, you know, they're trying to clothesline the, the, the crap out of each other. You know, they, they're trying to, there's a shoving match. There's a slugfest, you know, um, at one point Ripley it's attempts. A yeah, it, it is a battle. It definitely is. And at one point Ripley attempts a very uncharacteristic cannonball senton That's what I from thought. the I was... apron and gets caught midair by Raquel who then just power bombs the shit. Yes. Uh, the shit. 
<laughs> out of her in onto the plexiglass and then onto the floor. She kind of, she low key just dropped her. Yeah, floor yeah, really, the, really did. Because really. I was gonna ask you if, if you've ever seen her go for that cannonball before. Never. Because I was like, maybe, maybe because you know I haven't been watching as much of her matches because I've been kind of just I'm like, okay, we're still doing the same thing for the last three months. Yeah, like, what's exactly. going on? You know, so, um, but yeah, I mean. Th- th- they had they had a war, but you know, uh, which which is the good thing. You yeah, know what I mean, you don't yeah. ever want it to be a sleeper. So no, it definitely wasn't. It kind of reminded me of like the battle with uh, Ripley and, and Mercedes. I mean, we did get a running power slam from uh, from uh, Raquel. Yeah, uh, we do get the prism trap locked in on Raquel, but she's able to counter and then she hits. Uh, I mean, it's it is a tour of the islands. I mean, that, that yeah. is that is one of her moves. Uh, and Ripley, she's able to counter a superplex attempt with an attempted avalanche riptide. But uh, Gonzalez is able to get free, and uh, she hits Ripley with an avalanche overhead belly-to-belly suplex. Wasn't yeah. the most prettiest-looking thing, but given their size, it was very impressive Definitely. for sure. Definitely, uh, At yeah. one point, Ripley does counter the, uh, they call it the one-arm powerbomb I saw on the tail of the tape. She hits a, uh, it's like a head scissors, and then uh, which kind of sends her into the turnbuckle. Uh, and then af- off of that, Ripley hits a roundhouse kick to the side of her head, which I've never seen her hit at all. Follows with a uh, riptide for the win. What you what do you think about Raquel's uh, uh, gear uh, when she came out? She had like the trench coat. Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. I I, I thought Raquel did a good job. Yeah, she visually, really did. Physically, she didn't really um, look that nervous. I just I'll be honest. I thought this was a good spot to bring Mercedes back since they don't know what they're doing with her now and she's not part of uh, Retribution. I just could have saw her like running in and helping Raquel because I'm like, okay, you've beat Mercedes and now you've beaten the other powerhouse in Raquel. What's next? Yeah, yeah, it's like, and who are you putting over? I, That's just kind of how I'm looking at I it mean, a little bit. Possibly, maybe, maybe it's her and Ember next or something. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Well, from there, I, all I could uh, really mention here is uh, we do have match announcements for next week. Ember Moon will take on Dakota Kai. Tommaso Ciampa will go against Velveteen Dream. I really like this little promo he did. He basically says he doesn't recognize NXT anymore. The letters are the same. Colors are the same. Talent is still some of the best in the world, but the attitude and culture has changed. I thought that was very, the verbiage was like really mm-hmm. on point. Yeah. It says too many people uh, believe they are owed something or ask for opportunities um you know and he says it's not monopoly we're not taking turns if you're hungry you eat but if i'm hungrier then i eat uh says he was never handed anything uh he was just simply undeniable and uh says that he vows to take back um what was it he wants to take back what fate took from him is what he said starting with velveteen dream calls him a 25 year old prodigy who oozes it factor but can't seem to get out of his own damn way very apt way to put that calls him a uh, dead man because he says you know the saying once you hit me once with a cast that's on you you hit me twice you're a dead man so (laughs) he did say he was gonna kill him the last time the last promo he he definitely did and this just brings me to my last point of the night which was of course the woman's title match eel shirai defending her title against candice LeRae. um we had spin the wheel make a deal here as well this turns into a tables ladders and scares match or a tls match let me ask you it was those are the only two matches that were affected by the wheel correct yeah, which I thought was oh, kind of weird whack. for the way that they brought it in. They made it seem like it was, I mean, at least three, I would think. But, you know, it's all good. It's all good. You think good. it was rigged, the wheel? Um, I think I mean, there, when there, they there spun was it a... the second time, I kind of feel that way. Well, when I saw the the way it stopped in the Gargano match the first time, it was mm-hmm. like such an instant stop. I was like, that's not how it would yeah. really stop. And shots to Shotzi, too, because at one point she did do a costume change to Elvira. Oh, and nice. then at the end, she was dressed as the female devil. 
Okay. So, you know, horns and all and everything. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll get right to it. EO enters with assistance from musician Poppy, uh, which is sort of a badass look. I'm not a fan of her music. Um, I kind of know her story, but just from a visual standpoint, uh, it looked good. I wasn't sure if it was a permanent new theme song, which we see later. It is not. Uh, but, yeah, not a bad special entrance feel to make the match feel bigger. Uh, as it starts off, we get a tope crossbody plancha to Larray on the outside, right on the outskirts of the graveyard. Uh, Larray pulls out a table, and it has a noticeably lumpy bag on top and uh, revealed to have, like, rubber body parts, which spook Candice but give EO enough time to pick up a rubber hand and slap the shit out of Larray's <laughs> face. Uh, and then oh, she God. runs into a drop toe hold onto the ladder, uh, which Larray uh, is the one that pulled out. And then she pulls out another ladder and uh, slams it right on top of uh, Shirai. Uh, we see EO throwing Larray onto the commentary table, and then she attempts to suplex her. Again, there is no panel being removed here, but Candace, she counters, and she picks up one of the monitors and just smashes Sheree's, like, jaw and shoulder area. Her, her whole shit. Just yeah, just her in. whole, the whole shit. Sent, <laughs> the sent whole her, shit, son. Sent her flying off the table to the floor, man. It, it was actually, I thought this, okay, she's going to go for the uh, Gargano escape, I'm assuming. You know what I mean? Uh, Lorraine starts, uh, she bridges a ladder at one point at ringside. Remember that? Uh, then EO throws a chair at Lorraine Sabu style, mm. as only she can, and then hits a running Meteora onto Lorraine as she's leaning against the steel steps. Uh, Sheree begins to pull out steel chairs, five total, then uh, gets a gut shot onto Lorraine. Uh, Lorraine even eats a diving shotgun drop kick, followed by the air raid crash by EO. Uh, EO would set up a, uh, another table. Uh, there's two tables at this point, and they both have chalk line, like, drawn visibly. You know, it's it's a little campy, but it's I think the first one, oh, that's funny. And then the second one's like, are they all like this? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it was a little bit. So, but, um, you know, she uh, basically does, uh, she she pulls out this uh, the, the table. She does hit a desperation palm strike. Um, before stacking those five chairs I was just talking about from earlier. Uh, this is kind of a, 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 a creative spot. EO hits the butterfly backbreaker close to the, to the, to the uh, pile of, uh, of chairs so that when she lands on the mat, she could slide her onto the pile. Oh, and man. then she goes for the over-the-moon moonsault, but Larray rolls out the way, and she crashes onto all the chairs. It uh. looked pretty painful. Uh, she does bounce back from that. She sets up the uh, uh, the steel chair in a seated position, Shirai, uh, I should say, and suplexes Candice right on the top of it, and it looked pretty painful, I'll be honest. like It looked like it might have been a shoot injury for Candice, but nothing too serious. Uh, Candice is sitting against the ladder when EO goes for a running Meteora, but misses, and everyone is down at at that point, uh, at some point, uh, Shirai gets up, uh, hits a chair-assisted dragon screw oh, on, okay. on Candice, whose leg is already, she's on the apron already. Oh, Mind man. you, so then she That's takes, she just threads the chair right on top of her. Um, then she goes for the 619. She misses. Candice has a chair, so when she lands on her feet on the apron, blasts her in the back with the chair and then hits uh, Miss Larray's wild ride off the apron through those double tables right there. Ooh, yeah, and they were adjacent to each other, not stacked. Okay, but still, it was just like, ooh, that that's a crazy bump. At this point, Ghostface reappears. Seems like he's on the Gargano uh, train, or, or at least wait, wait, may, maybe not the payroll from the from the Wu Tang again. Yes, from the Wu Tang. <laughs> Two Wu Tang references. Boom, boom. <laughs> but but Ghostface appears. Picks up Lorraine, rolls her back into the ring, picks her up on his shoulders to help her climb the ladder when Shotzi slides into the ring. 
and she intervenes uh electric chair dropping ghost face onto the pile of uh chairs we just talked about oh um at this point Lorray does try to climb but Shir- uh, shirai does have her own ladder they're right next to each other and she even tries to rake shirai's face she drops down and tips over Lorray's uh ladder and she goes crashing through the ladder bridge Oh. Yeah, and uh, this would give EO enough time to climb up the ladder and grab the title to retain. She is still the NXT Women's Champion, as you see Gargano uh, visibly at ringside tending to his wife. Uh, but an incredible match, for sure. I was going to say, that I think that's what her first uh, main event, uh, Candice LeRae? I would say so, yes. And, you know, technically this wasn't a takeover, but, I mean, obviously pay-per-view fills. Yeah. Um, it sounds like she did great. Like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch all of it. Um, yeah, I would. There's some spots in there. I, I know one. The one thing we did talk about possibly off air is Ghostface could possibly be someone like. Yeah, I was Austin thinking. Theory. Yeah, I was definitely thinking Austin Theory. I mean, he it's he's uh he just basically and, quit, and, right? I, he said yeah, he was I, was, done. I was just about to say yeah. ambiguous by by his recent quote unquote absence. Um, I mean, he was dressed head to toe in costume. It was a well thought out costume because you know it's 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 Halloween, right? You know, so. But I think he stands to gain uh, some some lineage from being under the learning tree of the Garganos because I mean at one point Gargano said, "Hey, you remind me a lot of me," and gave you know commended him on stuff. And we also know that those two have been they know each other from Evolve. Yeah, they you yeah, know. So exactly. I just think there's a story there, and if I, I just I hate that he got disconnected from the greater good. Seth Rollins thing even though he never yeah. called it the stable that that's what he should have called it but I just feel like he had a good opportunity there then all that all the accusations came out I don't know if he deserves it now depending on what's true what's not and that's between him and God and everyone that, that made the accusation yeah but yeah um you know if this is a good spot I, I think it could be I don't know who else it could be but, I mean yeah I, I had said possibly like Timothy Thatcher just oh, because yeah. of the fact that he had inter, uh, intervened in the match with Damian Priest you know they had some prior uh you know issues but you know it doesn't make sense it wouldn't add up why he would help out Larray yeah uh, in her match um but yeah i mean definitely hoping to get a little bit more developments as far as how this goes by next uh wednesday but and one thing uh, to note too is that bronson uh he had dibs on the winner of that of that uh north american uh championship match so yeah, it I looks like that. he might be shooting his shot i don't know if it'll be takeover uh driven or if it'll be within the coming weeks but uh yeah that was interesting to me as well I mean, so Bronson and Gargano, that ain't, that ain't too bad. No. Big man, little man. But he just did the big man, little man thing. I was just going to say, that's yeah. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you know, it, uh, like I said, the what I did watch, it seemed like a really great show. Um, like I said, at times they kind of went a little overboard with the uh, the Halloween antics. But I will say my favorite part of the night, and I think you may know. Uh, if not, I'm going to surprise you. Mm-hmm. We got the return, because you said one, but we got two. Two returns. A bad news, Barrett. You know what? I I almost had that on my notes. <laughs> we have to put I, that I, in the yeah, notes. Yeah, like I was thinking, like, nah, that was just for Halloween. Bro, but I loved how he yeah. said he, he hit the. He still got it. He, he got he, the know, mallet, man. He got the mallet. Hit 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 the trademark line, hook and sinker. Um, say, hey, I won the. <laughs> I'm afraid because he even said you didn't even dress up, and I was just like, I'm bad news, Barrett. That was that was great. No, no, I, it was great just because I'm sorry, but. I'm pretty sure so many people popped. Yeah. Because well, when I saw the pictures, I saw he was Waldo. I'm like, wait, is he holding a gavel? I was like, oh, shit, I, I got to watch this. I got to – before I before I share this, let me make sure this is yeah. what it is. I can't but, uh, help but think that he might have been a better pick than Dunn, but I also love mm. that Dunn's back. But yeah. I think I also had ideas of what Dunn could do 
being back in NXT, maybe chase the the world title for a change because we need more contenders right now. Him versus, him versus Finn would be pretty good. Yeah, him versus Karrion at some point would be awesome. Him versus Kyle would be dope. At one you know, point. Yeah. and you know, uh, we we also did get a few uh, uh, other costume. Uh, I guess uh, cameos where we had uh, Drake dressed up as Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we had someone that dressed dressed up like as the Yeti and the Giant. I don't know who they yeah, were. Yeah, I think that might have been um, who, who's uh, um, jo- maybe Joseph Park was one of them. I, I thought I thought one of them was uh, who's the dude? I keep uh, bet now. Nah, what is it? Bivens. Malcolm Bivens? I thought it was one no, of the he... guys from from his. Oh, 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 the Indu Share guys. Yeah, it okay, looked like okay. one of them might have been the uh, Indu Share. Honestly, guy, but, that uh... they're like, look here, motherfuckers. You guys want to get back right? You're gonna be on TV. Yeah, covered up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but then you guys we are rosebuds. And now. then we got the sh- then we got the <laughs> Shockmaster, which was I was like I was like, why are we pulling out all these WCW yeah, references? But I did man? I did like that Dane was willing to do that because he's the only one that kind of has the the the, uh, the aesthetic. To yeah, do yeah. It. yeah, no, no, know, very so. true, but. Like I said, good show. Good show from both shows this, yeah. this week. You know what I mean? I, I don't think we really lost. Uh, you know, the, we, it wasn't a waste of time watching it. No. Nope. Um, I had fun. You know what I mean? Again, I definitely, that, that, that's what it is. It's all about, you know, the entertainment portion of it as well. Jericho says it best. Uh, wrestling is a drama with wrestling. as is, 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 It's a drama TV show with wrestling as a, as a backdrop. So yep. um, I feel like that they did what they needed to do, man. And, I will um, say I was surprised Priest dropped the belt so early, but maybe they're yeah. pushing them up a weight class. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool too, him versus Finn. I mean, because yeah. you know what? When I saw him, I'm like, dude, this guy can need to do movies, bro. Like when he came out, and uh, obviously he had uh, a cool live uh, music entrance as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, yo, they need to cast this fool as like the new Dracula or something, man. Yeah, like he, he could, I mean, he got the voice, he got the look, the height. Like he should, he he yeah. needs to be the reason why why Blade got movies again. You know, what like saying? he could like, be like the young upstart. It, it just seemed it seemed real it seemed real cool. It just mm-hmm. seemed real cool, but. Uh, again, man, I had fun. I hope you had fun. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know you guys had fun uh, listening to this episode. Again, we want to say thank you for always supporting us, man, following us and, and and subscribing to everything that we do, man. And on that note, please follow us and subscribe everywhere you go to get your podcast, whether it's YouTube, whether it's iHeartMusic, whether it's uh, iTunes, uh, uh, whether it's Spotify or, or even now. We're officially on True 100 Radio, man, and it's going to launch actually uh uh, Monday, November, uh, uh, I believe it's the 9th. Um, yeah, so, I mean, be sure to check it out, man. Uh, brand new website. Uh, not just us on there. There's a, a bunch of other shows on there as well, but make sure you go and hit them uh, with a follow on uh, Instagram, and make sure you follow us on Instagram as well. Yeah. That is The Quincy Jones Show. Uh, also on Facebook, Quincy Jones Show, and also on Twitter, The Quincy Jones Show. And feel free to hit us up, man. Still got these T-shirts. They still cooking, and they still fire. You need something, uh, you know, you need some pockets? Uh, maybe you're an Orange Cassidy fan. We got you, bro, because we got a front pocket on these, man. You, know <laughs> you can put whatever you want. It's your pocket. Woo. It's yours. But all you got to do is hit us, man, with your size and yeah. your uh, information and hit us up. Uh, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. Ten bucks a pop, man. And uh, again, follow us on uh, YouTube, as I said before. Uh, Doc, you want to let them know where to get some nice tunes yeah you guys already know what it is man i promise i know i keep mentioning i'm gonna drop something new i'm gonna drop something new we, me and my brother man we got something fierce for y'all we're gonna drop it sometime soon i guarantee it but in the meantime look me up d-o-c-l-e-s-n-a-r the one and only hip-hop hybrid with the five star bars in the world of pro wrestling and hip-hop whether it's underground or mainstream you want to go to spotify you want to go to itunes you want to go to apple music you want to go to pandora you want to go to title you want to go to anywhere that you go 
for your favorite artist and you want to stream it right there. I'm telling y'all, man. Where, what was it? Castbox, you said? Yes. SoundCloud. Everywhere we say you could find the podcast, you could find yours truly, man. And you already know, follow me at Doc Lesnar on Instagram at Doc underscore KJS pod. That's me also, but with the Quincy Jones show. You already know what it is. I get my wrestling memes on, don't you know? Yes, he does. In and- the meantime, find me on Twitter and Facebook at I'm Doc Lesnar. And in the meantime, Quincy Jones, I just got to say thank you for all this hospitality, man. This Quincy Kitchen. It's oh, quaint. Of and, you know, and uh, I just got to say, you know, thank you for, for, for co-hosting with me as well. And then you guys, again, make sure you follow The Rap that bridges the gap. This is true. And uh, make sure you check out, uh, is it GCF next? Uh, GCF, yeah, man, next Saturday. is going down uh, live uh, digitally, actually. You can uh, hit me up. Uh, I'll, I'll shoot you guys the link. It's going to be November Rain, Gold Coast Federation, man. Uh, I was able to help lock down some pretty good talent for this, as well as a huge surprise for the, uh, the main event. Uh, lips are sealed. They haven't announced it yet, but uh, I'm telling you, you're going to wish I did when you find out who is oh, coming. Yeah. So Orange County, that's all I got to say. But uh, hey, 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 brother, your life, your lips might be sealed on that. But 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 as far as that goes, I got three words for him. What's that? Top, Top guys, guys out. out.